revolution. From the front to the back as pages turn, reading is a very fresh way to learn. This is Triller, right? I'm Petty Mayonnaise. I'm Petty I'm Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Sunny D. And this is your weekly dose of black bullshit. Your hood rationality against sealed and shape butter. Welcome to Illiterate. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Another week. Another week. Another, another week. <laughs> another day. Another. Not dollar because I'm unemployed. Red bank account. <laughs> <laughs> This is Chase calling. Let you know <laughs> you're you in the negative. Five hundred and twenty-five dollars, but you know it's okay. Because it, I'm still cute, right? This is Chase calling you. Question mark? Your account has reached below fifty-two dollars. Oh, that's your alert. Oh, mine are thirty. So <laughs> <laughs> my text is like, "Girl, you really need to get your life together because you got like actually no money." Okay, right. But and we, know, I make it through. We make it through somehow, somehow, some way. <laughs> this week we have a guest, which we always have guests, but you know. Yeah, I feel like we've been having guests for a while. I'm not against it. I'm not against I'm it either. I'm always down for a guest. I think people like it. Anyway, so our guest is, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hey, kids. <laughs> oh, <Stop>. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Amal Abdul-Khalik, but I'm better known as AF the Naysayer. Wait, one more time. Amal Abdul-Khalik, okay. better known as AF the Naysayer. Okay, got it. <laughs> No, no, no. I just want to make sure I was hearing the right thing. Just the making sure. We started school this week, so I've been hearing a lot of names, and I've <laughs> got to make sure that I get them correct, because black girls will fucking chew you to shit if you pronounce their names incorrectly. Mm. What was that? I said we're just going to call him AF the Naysayer. Yeah. That, <laughs> call him what? AF the Naysayer. AF the Naysayer. Okay. Why is it AF the Naysayer? It's a long story, but it's basically a description of like myself. At the time when I made the name. <laughs> Got it. Oh, my God. Those are always, like, <laughs> they're, like, blessings and a curse. Because on one, they have, like, very sentimental meanings to you. But then on the other hand, it's just, like, ugh. Yeah. True story. But, you know, you never forget. So Yeah. Like, my my internet handles used to be forced creation because I did not want to make a, I didn't want to make a Snapchat. I didn't want to make a fucking Instagram. I didn't want to <laughs> make anything. So I was, like, I was forced to create these. So. Ah. That's not bad. I know, but then it's always just like at least it wasn't something like, you know, like like drug related like Yeah. <laughs> Pothead fifty five or something like that. Pothead four twenty. Or like or sex related. <laughs> Big <laughs> dick sixty four or something <laughs> like that. Like Bend over. <laughs> or like anime related. You know, it could have been any one of those. It's Sailor Moon. That's how it For you. <laughs> XX. Super Sailor Moon Poppy underscore. Poppy Tuxedo Mask. Uh. <laughs> Shut up. Uh. This is like the second time I've had the conversation about like stage names today. I had a conversation with Baron. I was like, Baron, why is your Little stage Baron. name a motto? And he told me, and I was like, oh. He's like, but I don't think that suits you anymore. So is that because it. of the Instagram filter? Oh, no, that's tomorrow. Never mind. <laughs> dating myself. No. Mm-mm. It was close. Well, he said he picked a, an Italian word that he thought fit him at the time. I think it means beloved in Italian. Of course, <laughs> it's, it's very barren, right? That's so la barren. La barren. But he changed his stage name, so it's different now. To something else. It's Baron Aman, which is his brother's name. 
Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. I just told you, just had name conversations. New beginnings. Today. New beginnings. <laughs> New right? beginnings. Um, so let's go with what we're here for and what we're not here for. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you heard the show before. Do you need us to explain, or you got a handle of what it means, what you are here for, and what you're not here for? I think I understand, but we can always. You know, <laughs> we don't always, need to explain then. Can always explain. It's just a stamp of approval or disapproval. So we're gonna start. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunny D, you can go first. Of course. Um, what I am here for is on my drive um, to pick up Anthony's hair. I saw somebody with a bumper, not a bumper, um, shit, what's that called? A license plate that said Live in Life, L I V N L I F E. Live like, in Life? Yeah, they're Living Life. Oh, Living Life. Got it. I was like, cute. One, I'm of, my here fav- for that. <laughs> one of my favorites, it's God's Girl <laughs> with a Z and a U. <laughs> to really drive the point home (laughs) um what i'm here for this week is uh this podcast of these black british girls there's three of them called sistren s-i-s-t-r-e-n um i know that one of the girls names is well no it's three girls vanessa michelle and stephanie Mm -hmm. uh vanessa and stephanie i think are sisters michelle is a friend I know of this because two of those girls were in that strolling series that mm-hmm. Cecilia Mike did a while back. Um, it's a cute little podcast, so go out and listen to it. Mo Baby, Mo Juicy, Mo Baby we, is friends no, with we them. It was uh, Mo Juicy. Excuse me, Mo Juicy. Whoops. Pat Guess. I think there's so many names. Right. I think it's. I think Mo Baby is an approved name. It is a. It is an approved name, but but Mo Juicy, Juicy is how you would know him on the um, guest list. Yes. Is friends with them, mm-hmm. the, the two of the three girls, as far as I know, and it's a cute, cute podcast. I've been listening to. I think they like three or four episodes in. Oh, cool! Hey y'all! So go ahead and give them a listen. Is it on SoundCloud? Yes. Okay. Just Google Sistren S I S T R E N. Yeah, look that up on SoundCloud. And they're guys. these three go black listen. British girls who I want to say are also like West Indian or like parents are african immigrants i want to okay. say they're first generation british black girls cool. i think some of two of them are queer at the very least cool welcome to vq podcast land yeah ladies so that's what i'm here for so <gasps> af and asaya what are you here for like literally here for or what do I-, I mean like not what are you present for <laughs> but like what is your stamp of disapproval I mean, what is your stamp of, of approval this what week? thing do you approve of this week I'm a naysayer. I don't prove anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. All right. So um, I guess we're going to go to what are we not here for? Um, I'm not here for. <laughs> I said I wouldn't do this on the show, so I'm not going to talk about school. Um, I'm not here for my car breaking down. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm not here for that. I mean, I knew it was happening. I was just waiting on the day that it happened. I didn't want today to be the day, but <laughs> I'd rather today have been the day than for like this morning to have been the morning or yesterday morning like on my way to school. So luckily it was like after I was done and good. after we were done for the week. So good, good, good. I can get my life together <laughs> or try to scrape the piece up the pieces. <laughs> All right. What are you not here for? I'm not here for depression. All right. It's real. Depression is really real. And there's a lot of things going on in the media and the news, as we all know. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, recently I'm dealing with uh, death of a peer I was pretty close to. 
And Sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, you know, it's life. We all got to live. But, you know, but the way I'm here, get out the house be around some good people so yeah welcome i'm glad we could help you with that welcome to our world you know you may or may not be back (laughs) i mean he's a naysayer so you might say no next time we ask (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised you said yeah and he asked he asked he was like i'm not a naysayer so yeah can't Mm. play the role all the time yeah (laughs) it's okay you know gotta break character a little bit everyone has to everyone has a role in the revolution some of us (laughs) are supposed to do this some of us are supposed to say no Exactly. Somebody so. gotta say no. Don't do that. That's yeah. Where the don't name go came extreme. From, actually. What? The naysayer part. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Connected. Connecting adults. Um. This week I am not here for. Um. Not grocery shopping, because <laughs> <laughs> I realize how extremely hungry I am. Um. At my house and like how much I like how much money I do spend on eating out and that I need to grocery yeah. shop. And it's really killing my non-existent bank account to be eating out all the time. Uh, same. So. I've been um, eating salads for lunch, not because I'm trying to be healthy, but because they are the quickest thing that I can eat. <laughs> it takes me two minutes to put them together at home and 10 minutes to eat at work. So, Wait, what, what, what kind of salads take you two minutes to make? Um, I take a tomato that I cut in half, cut it into cubes, take an avocado that I then cut into cubes, Put it into a bed of salad, sprinkle some salt and pepper, close the box, and literally leave. It's like bag salad, like bagged. Kind um, of it's like, like it's like package. in a like in one of those like plastic containers. Okay. okay. Because they don't wilt as quick as bag salads. All right. Very true. I prefer spinach, but then they but it's the spring mix because like the ones mix. in the spinach they get like too mushy too quick and it's just like ew, I don't need like slimy spinach like gross it was sick. <laughs> uh, no bueno. I prefer crunchy salads, but mm-hmm. I'm not trying to eat fucking iceberg lettuce. Like nobody fuck wants that. that. No. Fuck. I'm no. not four years old. Fuck iceberg <laughs> lettuce salad. Like, I've graduated in my like, life. Spring mix. <laughs> spring mix. <laughs> iceberg lettuce is like you eat that if you don't know anything about roughage. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's like yeah, you need some better. eat some salad for your digestive. So Here's you some iceberg lettuce like, and some girl. ranch dressing. Yeah, at least the iceberg, you know. Heavy on the water content, so at least say. it hydrates you. So yeah, it's not like useless. At the very least, it hydrates you. It's gross. I'd eat that over watermelon. Wait, why don't you like watermelon? This is fucking nasty. Watermelon's delicious. It is so We've gross. Had this conversation. Like, wait, wait, I it is know why you so think it's gross. gross. It took me a long time to like appreciate watermelon because <laughs> I was being black and proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating no damn watermelon or fried chicken because oh, no. that's a stereotype. I'm not Sambo, so. No, I like, fucking love tripping. fried chicken. I'm so bucked for this fried chicken festival that's happening in September. <laughs> fried but chicken. I do not. I just do not like watermelon. I, I tried like maybe I maybe if I like, like put it in a, a juicer or a blender, I can maybe like mask the like texture that's, of it. That's what made if me, you do, you would have to strain it. That's what made me get into it. Was to I do had, what? Uh, oh my bad. I'm no, I'm just no. very confused. That's I'm what made me get things. into it because someone gave me like watermelon juice. Mm. And we're like, they strained and whatnot. And yeah. then I, I remember it being like so so refreshed by drinking it. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to just try to eat some watermelon. And then like, it's like fell in love with it. So mm-hmm. No, see, you juice a watermelon or whatever, and then you put it through a fine mesh strainer, and it takes away all the texture. It's just literal like. No, 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 no. When I, when I eat it, like when I chew watermelon, I hate the texture of watermelon. So I tried juicing it. Like mm-hmm. putting it in a juicer, so there's no texture of the water. Like it's oh, okay. pure watermelan taste, mm-hmm. and I don't like the taste 
Oh, you don't like, like taste either? I don't like I don't like the way it tastes. Like it's uh. just like this tastes so cheap. <laughs> it is, it, it is tastes what it is. so cheap. I don't know. It's like I guess for me, not liking the texture of bananas. Now I don't like I don't the know, taste I of fucking bananas. Love bananas. I don't, I don't. I don't like. I have like a consistency issue. So like eating certain things makes me feel like I'm chewing on snot. I don't like it. Mm. Like that's bananas. how watermelon makes me feel. Kid Fury de- described it as cold spit, and that's what watermelon reminds me of. Ew. Just like Ooh. cold, stringy <laughs> spit. Ew. Just like this is not like. Ew! Like, why would you ever decide? Who ever decided like, to? Like, doesn't this? eat watermelon either. Because it's gross. I've he describes it as ne- you're you are the only two people. He describes it as the most slave ass food. Oh my god! I mean, it just so happens that it's also tied to like. I mean, I feel that to but like, like bullshit ass menstrual shows, but yeah. it's also just gross. I, I just, love I watermelon. Got over that, mm-hmm. I eat watermelon at least three times a week. Get that bullshit out of my face. My bank account is depleting. <laughs> the <laughs> only. <laughs> I'll eat one whole watermelon in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, Essentially, eat like a half a watermelon, just like I get. I have eaten entire like bushels of bananas in one sitting. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Very a lot of sugar. A lot lot of sugar. I I normally eat like twenty bananas to fifteen bananas a day. My God. I think he's lying. No, I'm. Well, I'm like my diet's mainly fruitarian, so I I eat nothing but fruit. So. Oh my God, it's a lot of bananas. Well, you know, secretly, not even secretly, a tomato and avocados are fruits. There you go. So. That's a lot of bananas. That's a lot of bananas. Yeah, that's a lot for me. 15 bananas? That's a lot, I know some people eat like 30, so. My God, y'all who's crazy. That's heavy. Like, I force myself to eat a banana when I feel like nauseous. I'm like, let me just. (laughs) Y'all who's are crazy. Me, because bananas are heavy. But bananas ruin smoothies, so. They ruin smoothies. Yeah. Oh no, everything I, tastes like banana. Like the smoothie. They are. Yeah, they, that is true. They are really strong and distinct. Yeah, you don't need a like, whole lot of them. No. They oh, definitely no, I take up. Fucking. I hate it. I wish I lived closer to a fucking. What is it called? A goddamn smoothie king because. <laughs> <sighs> banana smoothies and like. You just can't. They'll just make them. It's cheaper if you make it yourself. I know, but then it's like. You gotta wash dishes. Yeah. I have to wash the like smoothie machine. So what you gotta do like, is get you like one of those like Nutri Bullets or a rip off Nutri Bullet. You got <laughs> it's in the cup. Bullet. It's in the cup, <laughs> right? Yeah, you just take the I'm cup mad. out. You drink out the cup. We're good to go. It's made for you. Yeah. You just rinse it out. Yeah. But then I gotta buy it. I already have a blender, so it's just <laughs> like you know, too all many right. steps. <laughs> all right, all right. And I'm just like. Banana does work wonders. Granted, a Nutribullet would streamline any process I would ever need. So if I'm trying to be at the most lazy, maximize my <laughs> ultimate laziness, a Nutribullet <laughs> would be the way to go. Because there would be like a blender, uh, what food else? Processor. Food processor. Processor. Can't you like grind shit up and like make things like from coarse grain to fine grain or whatever the fuck? Oh, totally. I don't know. Niggas that cook, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't do that. I, I, make I, don't cook. I have for no lunch. groceries at my house. And I'm thinking about just literally making salads for the rest of my life because like it's the easiest thing to make. Just like just get fancy with all your salads. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. Just buy different types of like tomato salads for the rest of his life. Just to buy just buy different things to like sprinkle in it. Like I'll get some celery, I guess. I fucking hate celery, but I like I hate celery. Celery is it's the worst. It's so gross. My sister eats that shit, and it's just like, girl, you are disgusting. Speaking right. of, today's her birthday. Gross, but <laughs> Happy birthday. I don't, Patty I don't think it's gross, but I definitely like force myself to eat celery. Like, I force Mm-mm. it, though, for sure. Like, like when that reminds we, me of oppression. Like, something when people that I, put like celery in like juices, it's like, I feel like that's the only thing I can take is celery and bananas. Anyway, let's take a side note. 
and say happy birthday to Petty Ketchup. Oh, yeah, happy birthday to Petty Ketchup. And they're like that. Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday. She's 22. That's my sister. Oh, okay. She's 22. She and she made in? it. She getting jumped? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But yeah, I'm pacifist. That's one. I'm not BDA, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Do you not know what BDA is? No. About that action. <laughs> I like it. Thanks. It's from, I coined it from this girl named Lexi from Beyond Scared Straight. Because she is part of this group of girls. Pop, I would Shout assume I would assume the only white girl in this group of black girls who is BDA. Gang, 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 gang. Because <laughs> she bought that. I still action. have to see this episode. I need to post it on your post it. Post it on. Post it on. Your <laughs> Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> I said puss. I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna puss it on your Facebook. <laughs> Why were you at Afropoke? <laughs> I'm going to post it onto your Facebook wall. All right. <laughs> is it still called a wall? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Or is it called a timeline? It's your wall, huh? It's transitioning. I think it's a timeline. <laughs> it's transitioning. I, I mean, look. I think it's a timeline, technically. I think we're showing our age when we use the word wall. Remember when people Ooh. used to poke each other? You remember that? when Facebook had <laughs> that thing? You can still do that. I don't know. Yeah, you can I still poke people. I don't even You have to do it on I'm someone's like, page. I'm going to go poke like you. It's so difficult to even yeah. like, know how to do that that you got to go out of your way. Do you remember to put when somebody, Facebook so. used to have <laughs> Facebook graffiti and you used to be able to like put. Oh, what? It oh. sounds horrible. It had never what? Mind, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You used to be able to do what with it? Nothing. I've, I see, no, I didn't it's get, showing how lame I am. Like, I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> remember when Facebook had pieces of flair? Had what? Pieces of flair. Yeah, I think it's like you guys were I don't talking about the same that. thing. No. It no, was fla- like, I remember I remember the word flair, but I don't remember exactly what it Pieces of flair is a thing from Office Space and she, it would be like buttons that she would have on her her jacket that she worked at at like a place like a Bennigan's or whatever. And Facebook allowed you to have pieces of flair. It was like different buttons from like different kind of like movies and stuff. You could post it, you can collect it. The only flair I care about. Oh, I do remember that. It was very short-lived because, like, nobody did it. Or, like, it was done for a quick hot second and then it quickly died off. Much like Facebook graffiti. (laughs) Only the diehard lames know what Facebook graffiti is. I didn't get my Facebook until I went to college. Oh, no. I was in, like, going to high school. Yeah. I sometimes will get Facebook, like, time notifications of me posting on Facebook where it's, like, Petty Mayonnaise is in driving school. So I was definitely, like, a sophomore in high school. Cute. Very bad, you know. Trying times. Um, I think we, I think we're done for this first segment. Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a music break. Um, I'm gonna dedicate this music break to Whitney Houston because she just had her birthday. Not your sister. Not. I mean, yeah, but like this. Happy is, birthday, Petty Ketchup. Happy birthday, Petty Ketchup. There. <laughs> But then also, happy, also birthday, happy birthday, Whitney Houston, and happy birthday, Sister Bethany. Happy birthday to Riley, my dog. Sister Bethany. <laughs> so I'm going to just um, shout right. out to Whitney. Because, girl, you really were a voice of a generation. Honestly, <laughs> truly.
Stay in the 
Friday night you and your boys went out to eat Then they hung out But you came home around three Yes you did If six of y'all went out uh, Then four of you were really cheap Yeah Cause only two of you had dinner I found your credit card receipt It's not right
And we are back. <laughs> Welcome to True Literate. I'm Petty Manis. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to True Literate. I'm Sunny D. And we are joined by... Amal. AF Nasser. All right. Let's get what on to this next segment. <laughs> Go ahead. Um... Okay, so as everyone knows, the Olympics are on the television. Yeah, the Olympics are on television. The Olympics are on television. The Olympics are on television. Um, fuck America and fuck the Olympics. But sorry, shout Wait, out North America or South America. <laughs> fuck America, United States of America. Excuse me. <laughs> fuck the United States of America and fuck them in the Olympics, except, except for, of course. Queen Regent Supreme, <laughs> Simone Biles, and Gabby. Oh yeah, her too. And Gabby. I um, never liked Gabby. I liked Gabby. I'm not sure what it was. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know that I didn't like her, but I was just like, I mean, she's cute, and I appreciate it. But I just never like. I could never like. There was never no like. I could never get like. I never like. I mean, she got the all around that Simone. I know. I just can never identify. No, not her like talent. I mean, her as a person. I could oh. never be like. I want to be friends with her, but someone I'm like, oh, girl, you're kind of cute. Like, <laughs> if we were in high school, we would we, we would have maybe, maybe not been friends, but I wouldn't know who you were, and I'd be like, ah, Simone, bitch, <laughs> you better tumble hoe, and that would have been about it. Um. So shout out to Simone Biles. Shout who out. Won the women's all around gymnastics and she's been dubbed the greatest gymnast in the world mm-hmm. so and also at 19 out, years old and four foot nine inches so she's 16 she's 19 she's 19 oh i thought she was 16 she couldn't compete in 2012 because she was too young oh 19 got it i was watching like news videos about her this morning that's how i know how old she is <laughs> um and then simone what's the swimmer's last name um murray murray Ooh. Anyway. Ooh. I'm gonna find that. Go ahead. Okay. Um, shout out to the other Simone for winning gold. Um, the first black woman to win gold in swimming for No, I don't think I'm not sure she <sighs> For America. No, I'm not sure she won gold. I think it was that she she was the first girl to Simone Manuel. Manuel. I think it's because she's the first girl the first black girl to have gotten a medal. I'm not sure if it was gold. I think it was to get a medal. To place? I, I could be wrong. Won. I could be wrong. I don't know. I could be wrong. We could be wrong. She does have. But shout out to her anyway. Okay. Shout out to her anyway. Yeah. Um. Shout out to them and all of and then also I mean all of the U.S. gymnasts did a fantastic job. They was kicking ass, taking names. Mm-hmm. Um. Dang. What's that other? What's the other gymnast names? Oh no! I lied. She won gold. Correction. Thanks. The other gymnasts what? Um. U.S. gymnasts. I don't know. They all did really good. I was watching it. I was like, these girls are bionic. Like, they're literally amazing. I actually haven't seen any of the Olympics, not even Simone Bowser's pieces. I've just seen her training clips. I'm just like, oh, my God, bitch, you're, like, She's powerful. tumbling She's and flumbling. Except not flumbling, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I'm excited for them. So, congratulations to them. And then I'm also excited for track and field, which is my other, one of my favorite parts. Isn't Simone one medal away from being like the most decorated Olympic medalist? I don't think so. No, like including her like medals before the Olympics. I don't know. I think so. I think she's like on the track to make history. Oh, cool. Go her. 
Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say that those girls are magical, and that was wonderful. That's mm-hmm. all. And I'm excited to see all the um, black people kill it in. Uh, yeah, track winning and field. one more medal would make her the most decorated American gymnast of all time. Ooh. At a smooth 19 years old. Get it. What was I doing at 19? Pass her. Shit. Coming out to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Stressing about being at Nichols. <laughs> what were you doing at 19? I don't remember. How old are you? I was, I'm 30. Okay. It's probably like a year after high school. Oh. Wow. You play college football? Shh. Wow. <laughs> I don't talk about that. That's not, wow. Whoa. <laughs> you find out new things all the time. I see that. I need, Whoa. you got pictures? I want yeah. to see pictures. What is how, how did you do? I personally don't have pictures, but I'm pretty sure my mother does. <laughs> she has them like up. Remember when my That's baby my used baby. to play? <laughs> That's my baby. He's doing that music thing. I wish he'd get a real job, but he's doing that music <laughs> thing. Remember he used to play football? I th- did you like want to go pro or something? No, not at all. I just used it to go to school. All right. Oh, shit. I ain't mad at it. I support it. I ain't mad at it at all. And 19, what was, what was Sonny doing? Hmm. I don't know. Going to Handsome Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to DJ Rockaway. Shout out to DJ Rockaway. <laughs> um, I mean, that's all I had to say about the Olympics. Oh. I'm just ready for track and field and see all the black people kill it, obviously. Um, do get what? See all the black people kill track and field. Oh, got it. Um, <laughs> you have like, the magic, the beef. Oh, there was. Oh, the magic was the U.S. women's Olympic team because mm-hmm. they were fucking phenomenal. All of them included everyone, every single one of them. Wait a minute, did you guys hear about the the girl from like Italy? Who was like, I wish I'd have painted myself mm-hmm. black. Uh huh, yeah. yeah. Stupid. Girl, she mad. So, you big mad or a little mad? She Sounds like you biggest big mad, mad, actually. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're all the way mad. Yes. <laughs> like, I feel like I've never seen anyone be more of a hater than that. <laughs> Salt content super high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, saturated, <laughs> bitch. Saturated. She got it. I don't mean like that. Anyway. Um, the beef that I was talking about was the beef between Michael Phelps and that other summer guy. Apparently, the there's Americans. Been, I mean, the other American summer guy. No, Michael Phelps and um the South African. There's like a South African guy. And he's a swimmer. Um, I just found this out because I was watching the swim the swim meets. So, um, apparently, at the last Olympics, this guy beat Michael Phelps, and then they've been like beefing about it. Like every time there's like a every time they swim, they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat so and so," and he like, and then it's like. The other one swam. He's like, yeah, I'm so much better than this one. And then, like, so they've been literally having beef for four years. Oh, my God. And Michael Phelps was going to quit, like, going to retire after the last Olympics. But he didn't win that thing. And so he, like, trained so he could beat this guy. Oh, my basically. God. <laughs> didn't he do it? Yeah. He <laughs> like, beat him. Then he set a record also Yeah, he set time. a record. And then, like, he finished and he was, like, shaking his finger at everybody. And then he was just like, yep, that's me. That's me. And then they shook hands. But the guy looked pissed off as you should the guy came in like fourth too Ooh, ex <laughs> bitch you didn't even get a medal <laughs> you didn't even get a medal but you got a plastic one thanks <laughs> a a ribbon. Ribbon. <laughs> participation <laughs> you tried girl good job maybe next olympics <laughs> catch us in four years not even <laughs> most effort <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like i was like there's like real life beef like about swimming about nigga. swimming like I mean, it's the Olympics. I mean, I guess, but I'm gonna get like, if you get the Olympics, like, what do you really get aside from like a medal? That a boy <laughs> did a good job for this country. <laughs> good job. Sometimes, depending on if you win, you get paid money. Guaranteed to be a high school coach. True. 
Oh. College, college, college. But like sometimes college. I mean, high schools pay more depending on what school they are. Believe it or not, I know it sounds crazy, but yeah, that's why you notice a lot of Olympic athletes. Though, like the school my little brother went to, a lot of like Olympic athletes would coach track and field and stuff. Huh. So. I don't know the names. You have to ask him. But they were like pretty <laughs> big name people. I'm just, I'm just ignorant. Huh. I don't know shit about nothing. <laughs> uh, I just like, I, I like, I just, I wonder. I'm just like, okay, Simone. Like, when you win all these things, like, what do you win? I mean, I know you're gonna be able to be like, be on commercials and be like the winning girl. But mm-hmm. like, she wins twenty five thousand dollars for every gold medal she wins. According to whom? The America gives her twenty five thousand dollars. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're oh. like number seventeen on the list. That's it. If yeah. you win for the UK, you don't get shit. I'm sure she got paid more than Muhammad Ali did when he won that medal. So twenty five thousand dollars. You get twenty five thousand for gold. 15, 15 for um silver. silver, and then I think ten for bronze, or maybe five for bronze. I'm not sure. Twenty five thousand dollars. If you that's in, I think it's Malaysia is the one, and you if in Malaysia if you want a gold medal, the gold medal from Malaysia, I think it's Malaysia, it's some country, they give you a gold bar worth six hundred thousand dollars or something like that. See, that's like that's something that's more like like they give you a gold bar, like, right? Not even money. Like that's like not like it's never all it's gonna do is increase in value. Yeah, or decrease. I nice. mean, yeah, yes, true. but I mean if true. you just cash it in now, you can double your money and make it stack, like. <laughs> problem solved maybe because america's just like we united states we got so many gold medals we have all the greatest athletes whatever twenty five thousand dollars yeah each country gives a certain amount but um great britain doesn't give out any money what do you get just bragging rights at great great britain yeah bitch (laughs) i'd be so mad Mm mm-hmm I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad. I'd be furious. You get get a show on BBC. Fuck that. (laughs) Fuck the BBC. Not fuck the BBC, but it's like. (laughs) You mean to tell me I've been trained my entire life. For four years for this shit? (laughs) In more than four years. My whole, my literal whole, entire life. Because Simone and then the, um, dang, what is the other, Lisa? Is her name Lisa? It's not Simone Biles, so does it really matter? The, um. Is she black? No, she's okay. Puerto then Rican. we don't. All right, all right. Never mind. <laughs> she's brown. She a brown girl. All right. What's her name? I don't know. All I know <sighs> is she's kicking ass too. But <laughs> shit, you made me forget what I was about to say. God damn it. I'm sorry. I don't know. All I know is. I'm it, listening. Go ahead. You don't get. You get a little bit amount of money. I forgot what I was gonna say. Anyways. Amy Ali Reisman. No, that's the um, white one. Laurie Hernandez. Laurie Hernandez. There we go. All right. Shout out to you, Laurie Hernandez. She's also very good at floor routine and very good at bar. Simone Loki high key makes me want to do gymnastics, but I know that I'm far too old to do gymnastics right now. Oh, whatever. Too old. Don't use that to do excuse. what she's doing. So, so this is what I'm about to say. Her, Laurie, and Simone we have been doing gymnastics. They were like four. See, <laughs> see, my parents waited. They should have fucking. No, so I can literally like train to be in the next Olympics, right? So this is my plan. I want to. <laughs> So I'm going to train to do something, an Olympic sport. You know, there's that, Olympic that. walking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to train. Yeah, yeah I know. Because uh, I had a buddy from Ecuador, and they won. They, that's the only Olympic medal they ever won. Yes. And, like, everybody was making fun of him, but he was so perturbed. He just wanted to fight everybody for making fun of him because, like, it meant so much to him that his country won a medal, and it was Ecuador winning walking. Yes. That's really apparently a, yes. It's, Apparently, it's really hard because you can't go too fast. 
Yeah. You know, so it's like it's about regulating speed, but I don't, so there's I don't like, know. I've never so seen I'll, it. So there's this I you know when I watch YouTube videos and I get on these like YouTube spirals. There's this channel called Vox and Vox will sometimes do these specials about things. They had mm-hmm. one yesterday, I was like old like old olympic walking and i was like bitch i can do that like i've been walking my literal whole life <laughs> like i spent 24 years training for this day and i watched them walking and it's literally like it's speed walking and it's like women like you know how when you see women like walking in the malls mm-hmm. but like not like they're like exercise walking but they're doing it so weird mm-hmm. so their rules were like when you touch the ground your knee has to be completely straight both feet have to well one foot has to be on the ground at all times because when you run at one point both feet are off the ground but when you're speed walking both feet have to touch and then if you do something where the like it's like so many rules and regulations and you have to like you said reach a certain speed because otherwise you consider what's called running and like it produces this like super weird gait that they have and like it's very strange but I mean, I could do it. I feel like I could do it. I feel like it's doable. I'm like, y'all, yeah. That's the one Olympic sport that I could like do. So here's my plan. And when? Here's my plan. So I'm gonna pick an Olympic sport that I can probably learn to do in four years, whether that be walking, walking, curling, Cur- curling, archery. Bat- no, ar- archery's four years. I feel no. archery. You need at least ten to twelve. Badminton. That's like low key tennis. Badminton is like go, a go to go tennis. to go to Thailand and talk to them, and that they'd be extremely like mad. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, saying like, they don't like, they don't take, they take I'm not saying you serious. can't. I'm just, I'm just saying trying I think, to think of things that I, I can like probably. Match. I think yeah. you set your bar a little too high. I, I I think you don't know the mechanics of some of these sports. I don't. Badminton is actually like tennis, but like low key harder because you can't even see the ball. Oh like, yeah, because it's, it's that little thing. It's like that little. Maybe because I played it before and I was like really good at it. I think walking. Too though, you know, it's like you talk about the best in the world. Anyway, but I'm going to, okay. <laughs> Oops. So here's my point. My Whoops. point is, I'm going to find an Olympic sport that I can train for in four years. We can do it together. And master. And then I'm going to get into the Olympics. Now, here's the catch. I don't have to win. <laughs> I just want to get there. I just want to get there. I want to get there, and then I'm going to have this whole, like, backstory about how I trained in this one thing. I'm just going to purely, like, live. Are you going to get, like, dual citizenship so you can, like, go for another country if you can? No, no, no. I'm just going to purely live off, like, the celebrity and endorsements for just getting to Olympics and trying really no, no, hard no, I'm in the like, four It might years. be hard to get in, like, as, like, an American. An American? So, like, try. you might have to go. Because I know it's people do that with, like, basketball all the time. Yeah. You know, if they're not good enough to get on the United States basketball team, they'll be like, oh, well, I was going to Japan. Nigerian descendants. Oh, yeah, there was a guy who did that and went to Japan. And we have a there. Or Nigeria. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. So I'm just going to live like pure. I'm just going to go like, you know, I'm going to have like all these stories on ESPN and stuff about me and get like all kind of endorsements, like inspiring people. Just go do speed walking for Burkina Faso. I feel like they don't ever do anything in Olympics, (laughs) right? I never hear about them. I'm just going to Malaysia. I mean,. And just get that gold. I feel like, get they, that I feel like if anyone could walk fast, they'd be able to walk fast. And get that gold and that six hundred thousand dollars in. Like not trying to be racist, but I just feel like <laughs> Asians people know how to like speed walk. All right, maybe we on. I mean, I'm not trying to say fucked up. I'm just saying I just feel like. But that's my Olympic. That's my Olympic. When I watch, um, goal. you ever seen those like videos where they show people in like Japan like walking around on like crosswalks and they just be. I never seen that video. It'd be sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. It wasn't trying to be offensive. It was just a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My Olympic goals. I'm gonna pick I feel sport. like I could definitely do walking. If I because I've definitely like jokingly speed walked and I could definitely not jokingly speed walk. 
I mean, maybe I can like I'll maybe I can do a marathon. I'll show I can you when we're done the show. Yeah, what would be like your like the fantasy pick? Like if you were like, what would be like the one that you would be like, okay, I am a master at this, and I want to compete in that. I would play beach volleyball if I could. Beach be. volleyball. Yeah. Oh, I you loved, mean if I, I loved playing if volleyball. I could yeah, master could anything? You were like good. Yeah, like good probably uneven bars and gymnastics, mm-hmm. just because I really like like something that I would really like. Or 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 swimming. Or, or ooh, swimming or fencing. Ooh. Because I low key want to wield a weapon legally. <laughs> <laughs> but like a non-violent weapon. Guns are too violent. Greco-Roman wrestling, freestyle wrestling. Oh my god. Because <laughs> domination. Football and wrestling so aggressive. <laughs> so many. I mean, as we're talking about doing uneven bars well, and fucking walk. swimming and fencing, like also very. All Olympic sports are actually very aggressive. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to train to become a pro wrestler, so oh, so hopefully I didn't know the next that. Is years. there Olympic <laughs> boxing? There's there is Olympic, Olympic boxing. boxing. Yeah, that's There's Olympic I'm... shooting. Yeah, there is. Maybe mm-hmm. I could just mm-hmm. master mm-hmm. shooting. Too soon, too soon, too soon for it's, Olympic shooting. I feel like that's already in America. Too soon. I feel like we already have that. America, in America. won a gold in shooting. Of course. Of <laughs> fucking somebody course. Somebody was like, "Wow, are we wait, we really won a gold." Like for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it that, and I and, and like I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was like, ha ha ha, stupid ass America and dumbass lax gun maybe laws. It was just a meme. Oh my god, what if we actually? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to look at it. Onward. <laughs> All right, are we moving straight through? Or are we playing some music? Okay, we have bronze medals in shooting, both of them by white women with blonde hair. Mm. Notice how none of those people are black. None of them are black. None of them are even brown. First of all, mm. at least the top three people are women, so I support that. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no, that's not American. <laughs> Is he American? <laughs> oh, nope, he's American. Ooh, I had to get off of this because I'm just digging myself into a deeper hole. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I don't know. Shout out to that. Um, there was a Brazilian swimmer, and he was fine. Shout out to that guy. He was for Colombia and he like was training all his life to do weightlifting and hold up barbells. I do weightlifting. I can do that. Wait, did you guys hear about the vegan powerlifter from the United States? Like the only guy who's like a powerlifter representing the United States, black guy from Shreveport. He's vegan. From Shreveport. Black man from Shreveport who's vegan, super swole, holding (laughs) it down for all the veggie heads out there. Nah, nah, and in 2000. Those are those alternative lifestyles. Oh, shout out to the girl from Haiti who won a gold for Haiti in swimming. Is it that black shout girl? To, yeah. Oh, no, she was American. There we go. Yeah, shout out to the girl oh, from Haiti wow. who won. Oh, wow. Who won, um, 100% vegan. So if anyone ever comes right. up to me and starts like, where do you get your protein? I'm yes, he also has locks. Come through, bitch. <laughs> and he's covered in tattoos. Kendrick Ferris, <laughs> the blackest name in America, bitch. <laughs> Let me see. 30 years old from Shreveport. <laughs> He became vegan in 2014. He was training. He was training. He I got, knew it. I, got to, I can he was re- I'm going to be booked. And you can do it by 20. You can at least you can definitely do it by 2020, and you'd be what? Eight years from now, you'd be what, 34? I, I, can, I can do it. I can, I can weight lift. In four years? In four years. Yeah. All right. People do it. In, he became vegan in 2014, oh, six no, years closer. into his professional weightlifting careers. <laughs> He's a nigga. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lining and all. Um, did you want to pick a song yeah Yeah, sure why not go ahead go for it all right you got the plug do you see this phone (laughs) 
Come on. It ain't, it ain't happening. <laughs> Can't you play like some it, it some some uh, some um, polyphonic ringtones? It don't it don't play. <laughs> this is, this is like a Nokia phone. Here, YouTube it. YouTube it. Oh, okay. Why you YouTube? I'm gonna play a song and then you can have the next three. Um. I'm gonna give the plug to you. What was I about to say? I don't know. Shout out to him. Shout out to to what? Shout out to him. Would you be vegan? Yeah. I mean, it's very hard because I really, really like mac and cheese. Oh, my God. I eat mac and cheese a lot. There's nothing wrong with that vegan life. I'm telling you, it's the way to I mean, I've been vegan before. I think I did For short periods of time. Not as a joke, but I did it. I like vegan food. This is cute. Can I do this? I just like cheese. I don't like. I don't even like cheese. You know, people eat cheese standalone. Well, cheese, well, cheese is like legit addictive. Like, there's scientific studies showing that like it's addictive as like a hooked. drug. So, I mean, I get it. I just like mac and cheese. Like SpongeBob, hooked. <laughs> but like, what kind of? Not, don't please don't tell me craft. Like, no, it, like, homemade, like right? baked okay. mac and cheese. I had some mac and cheese today from shout out to Triangle Deli. Sometimes on Saint Bernard and Broad. Where's okay? Across the street from that McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Cause that was the best fucking mac and cheese. I don't even <laughs> fuck with mac and cheese like that, and that shit was so good. You remember how you were talking about like the watermelon uh-huh. and like how you don't like the consistency and it makes you sick. Cheese yeah. makes you sick. Yeah, I got food poisoning from dairy, so and it might have been some meat too. So ever since then, like, I've been vegan, never again. So when I see people eat it, I don't miss it. It just <laughs> makes me like, yo, I don't. How long you been vegan? Eat that. Uh, I was vegan before, like two years straight, and then like I g- fell off of it. And now I've been vegan again since December. So hey, yeah. go through nine months. I know to just ate a child. Yeah, <laughs> I you have having a vegan baby. A vegan baby. Vegan baby. I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it. Well, did, yo, did you? I also read this on the news. Don't know how true it is, but they're talking about in Italy that they're arresting parents for having your children having a vegan diet. I don't know how real that what? is, but I wouldn't be surprised, actually. I'm going to research that during the break. <laughs> Something about that feels very incorrect. Google vegan, it. Having a vegan lifestyle feels the most healthy thing you could possibly ever do for a child. Yeah. Technically, if done right. Vegan? If no, done not. right. I mean, any, anything, anything. Done either, right, yeah, yeah. So, you know, because there's a lot of people... You can be vegan and be very unhealthy. So oh. it's not... Health is relative. You can be anything being so, unhealthy. You know, you can well, be raw vegan and be unhealthy. How? Because a lot of junk food, well, not raw vegan, uh, but vegan, a lot of junk food is vegan, like Oreos. <laughs> like like the dill pickle chips. Dill pickle chips, Oreos, Nutter Butters. And then also, Snickers, you Kit also Kats. got like meat alternative um, processed foods that are very bad for you. Oh, uh, uh, like tofurkey or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah, there's junk food and everything. So Whoops. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Because no, a lot of time when people go like vegetarian or vegan, they eat a lot of processed foods, which is not good for you. Yeah. Well, it's just easy because a lot of it's like you can just buy prepackaged and that stuff's mm-hmm. already processed. You know, these plant-based meals, you got to prepare them. It takes a long time. So It does. I tried it for a week and I was like, God damn. <laughs> you God get, you damn. You got to do it like, on like a Sunday. I know I was able to do it, but I was just like, this is a lot. And that's all good. See, it's getting you ready for that bodybuilder life, right? So, you know. <laughs> I'm about to be away. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's Play why I'm going thing. for fencing. If there's no one for walking. Oh, that too. <laughs> Play the song. <laughs> I'm going to go for all three. I'm just going to go for all three.
Welcome to your literary. I am Sunny D. I'm Petty Mayonnaise. And I'm AF the Naysayer. And hello. Hey. 
conversations. So I had a few questions for everyone to just have a general discussion to talk about it. We try and have a part where we joke and talk silly and then a part where we try and be like serious and real. Yeah. So uh, the focus on this part, it was going to talk about self-empowerment, but But. we could touch on it for a little bit. Um, What does that mean to you? What does that look like? Self-empowerment. Anyone feel free to answer this question. All right. Well, I feel like self-empowerment starts from the root is just being honest and open to yourself. Just like being able to look at yourself in the mirror and and really be able to just soak it all in. Hmm. Got it. It's not easy for a lot of people to do. Yeah. Self-image is one thing. And then what you actually are is another. Right. Okay. I guess for me, I haven't really... um, accomplished self-empowerment or like can say I feel self-empowered because of you know of years of insecurities so yeah. you, know, you know getting to self-empowerment is uh, a hard road got it um for me self-empowerment I guess I consider that to be I see self-empowerment more so as like autonomy at the same time so it's more so like, do I have the ability to, for the most part, do what I want to do when I want to do it, how I want to do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if I feel empowered in myself, I means that I feel comfortable and confident in the the decisions that I make for myself about myself. Mm-hmm. Can I say that I'm doing that? Like I'm operating at like self empowerment level of like seventy five to eighty percent. Okay. I feel. I'm just always known with people who's like, I never feel completely self-fulfilled because it's like, I'm always like, there's always room to grow. You can always get, you know what I mean? When I was like, yeah, I'm never at my highest self. Maybe when I die, then I'd be like, I finally once. made it. Like in, like in the end of fucking Black Swan where she's like, I, I did it. Oh, oh you just ruined the movie. <laughs> Thank you. Have you seen Black Swan? No. Okay. I'm not going to now. Well, to if it, anybody but... fucking watches Black Swan, the very end of it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Feeling completely. <laughs> the last line. Li- no. Like, literally. The last thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. All she says is, I did it. I was perfect. And then she expires. And that's what I want my life to be like. When I when I feel like I've finally <laughs> made, reach 100% maximum self-empowerment, pretty much Nirvana, when I become yeah, Siddhartha. Yeah. <laughs> the Buddha. I want to just say, I did it. Yeah. I was perfect. And then just, and then that's it. Very beautiful, very graceful. But I tell that to say, yes, for the most part, I get to make whatever decisions I want to make. Yeah. If I want to do this, for the most part, I can, like, with, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. for the most part. There are constraints mm-hmm. I have because I have to have them. Not because someone says I can't do this. When are you making decisions that like you don't want to make? Like, um, for example, at my job, I'm not allowed to wear earrings, and I really would like to wear earrings. Mm, okay. And but I'm not allowed to. I'd like to dye my hair at my job. I like to have my like septum piercing out, but I'm not allowed to. If I could, I would have it out, even if there are people at my job who did not like it. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. The people at my job who don't who don't like the way that I dress. Not because it's be, I think it's because I dress so young, and not because that what I'm doing is like not okay. But I don't care. <laughs> so in that sense, I feel self empowered because I'm following your dress code. I just do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah, I'm not going to wear fucking ill fitting dress slacks because that's not what I fucking wear. I'm not gonna wear a plain fucking button up shirt with a fucking plain tie. Like that isn't what I do. 
I'm gonna wear crazy clothes because that's what I do, and it's within exactly because I'm a crazy science teacher. I made a reference to fucking I N D E P E N D E N T in class today, and like the kids ate it up. (laughs) You'd have been the best like teacher ever, like when I when when I was in school. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Um, needless to say, me saying that I have insecurities and I have I don't think I've reached self empowerment does not mean that I do not believe in myself. No, no, no. no or but, I, I just wanted you know. I mean, we all, everyone has insecurities. Before. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, that's we the get thing. Like it's like everyone, there. no matter how confident you are in yourself, we yeah. all have insecurities. But or also, I'm not, I'm not. I am also. I'm sure of myself. More sure than I've been in past years. I'm more sure of myself now. But I don't think I've reached a point of self empowerment. Like I've reached some self empowerment. I'm getting. I'm working on it. But that's also how I define self-empowerment for me. It doesn't yeah, yeah. mean that I you have to subscribe to my definition yeah, yeah. of self-empowerment. Just Neither do you. And I don't have to subscribe to yours. Reference. But we got it. Yeah. Okay. What's the next one? Go. What does self-empowerment look like in other people to you? If you see someone who's self-empowered, what does that look like to you? I guess someone that, um, I guess, you know, kind of like what you say, they like have auton- autonomy. Um, be able to, like, stand in their own, make their own, you know, have like a full sense of self and don't really get wavered or don't really like try to match, like change who they are for other people. Yeah. Kind of along the same where it's just like someone who completely lives for, it may sound selfish, but not done in a selfish way. Someone who lives for their own personal, like gratif. I hate saying gratification because that sounds so like negative, but someone who like, I live for my own happiness, not to make you happy or to make you comfortable or to like mm-hmm. anything like that. I live for myself, for me. As long as I'm good, then like fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> see, I, see, but I, you can also spin that and look at that as being like really selfish, though. Right. I feel like it's partially selfish, though. Like you have to be to be self empowered, right? Uh, well, there's self in both, so there we go. Yeah, I think you have to have, like, a little bit of selfishness to care about yourself. But then again, balance is key, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So you need, like, a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. But you can be self-empowered and empower other people, I think. Like, by example? Yeah, Mm -hmm. like being an inspiration? I think so. Mm -hmm. I like to think so. Yeah, I just think people that are self-empowered just, you know. I think it's black people that's important, too. Or it's brown people, people of color. Because you don't really get to see us, like... You have spectrums of people who get to be self-empowered where, like, it's very often tied to, like, money or, like, visibility or, like, bodies. And so it's just, like, there's other ways to be self-empowered beyond, like, being a rapper and, like, having all this money and being able to have, like, this fancy watch and this fancy thing or, like, doing this and doing that or, like, being able to buy these clothes. Because people who don't have that, like, how do you feel self-empowered if you're not rich or the rich? I'm not rich or the rich, but I feel like I'm moderately to severely self-empowered. I think so. Cool. I'd like to think I am. I, think I, I am. You are. I am. Do your students think you are? Um, I think so. But I also don't know if I'm faking it. Not that I'm faking it, but I... You try a little hard I I don't... I think that's it. I think I put it on because otherwise if they see me as love self-empowered, that means that I'm not as confident in what I'm doing and that's like... When kids see that you are not confident in what you're doing, they use it as like a point to sort of like break the shell. So if I don't give them a shell to break, then like there's no cracks in the shell as far as you know. Mm. 
the kids will say things and then even if they like e- even if i do care or it does hurt my feelings or anything like that i don't act like it does because if i if if i show them that things like that they say upset no weakness me, don't show any signs no of because but weakness like within reason but like because sometimes the kids just say shit trying to like get under your skin and if you show that they use that as like okay so we know like we've now found a breaking point so we're going to break that because that's just what teenagers do and so if you don't give them that weak point where you just say but that isn't funny or you just say don't do that in my classroom period <laughs> i'd be just, a teacher by petty menace you're welcome <laughs> first days of school by petty menace <laughs> um my next question is who is self-empowerment goals who do you see as someone who is absolutely self-empowered that you like i hope to be that self-empowered one day uh i can answer that if you rather me go first go um of course i tie my self-empowerment i think views um mostly to women Mm-hmm. Only because I feel like women tend to be self-empowered in the face of, like, true adversity. Men, for the most part, aside from, like, gay men, queer men, they don't really, like, show weakness like that. So you never get to see them, like, the, the only really, like, adversity in, in the form of, like, I came from the projects kind of thing. And it's just like, okay, like, you made it, but you're also tying that to money. Not I very rarely see men tie the self-empowerment to themselves as people. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal from the Reed, because hey, she's from the Reed. very like <laughs> she knows that she's hard to handle, and she does not see that as like that's just the way I am, and like it's not anything like that's the way it is. Like I've been like that forever, so she kind of like owns that part. Rihanna on that same token, and Kid Fury for also from the Reed. I think that's partially why I listen to them. I hope to like some of their like. The shame of their garment. T- touch the hem of their <laughs> garment. <laughs> Just graze it. <laughs> Let it brush on your shoulder. Stand at your feet. <laughs> and just like breathe in my direction. Just for like a little bit of like, not that self-empowerment, but like, I guess, but like that sort of like, this is what I am unapologetic, unapo- unapologetically period point blank. Mm-hmm. And then like that is, I guess, where, but that also like manifests itself in different ways aside from just like, I'm self-confident. But like, they don't answer to anyone. They work for themselves. I mean, Crystal does, I think. But, like, for the most part, they just sort of, like, do what they want, talk how they want, speak how they want, say what they want within reason. Cool. And then Rihanna is just, like, Rihanna. the queen of, like, I don't, I honestly don't give a fuck. <laughs> I would say Ozelia Banks, but she, I think, takes it to a point where it's just, like, oh, you really got to learn to, like, that's that balance that I think she's still trying to work on. But, I mean, she's 25, so... And I'm 20, like, I'm right behind her. So she's learning, I'm learning. I'm learning from her, you know. Mm-hmm. Each got? one, each one. I really can't think of, like, one person because, like, I feel like I need to actually know that person, like, mm-hmm. personally because, like, what I might take for their strengths might actually be the weakness. So, you know, it's just all perspective and and it's relative, too. Uh, but just, I guess, anyone who's willing to put themselves out there to be vulnerable, it's really hard to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone can put up a front and act tough and strong. But to, oh. when you're exposed at your weakest state, you know, that's that's tough, especially mm-hmm. in a public, publicly. So I think that's uh, that's true. Like, you know, self-empowerment to be to expose your weakness and others can learn from that. 
Very valid. I'm rethinking how so I anyone, approach my so students anyone, now. anyone who... I just really can't think of anyone right now. Okay. We um, asked the hard-hitting questions on Triller. <laughs> hard-hitting questions. Or um, I guess my self-empowerment people would be... Um, the magnificent Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm-hmm. She's okay in who she is, and she's wonderful in all reasons. Um, hey, friend, hey, of course. Um, she pe- is very politely self-empowered. <laughs> she's like, hey. I forget that. Yeah, it's, it's also because people are like, oh, my God, hey, friend, hey, tries to be perfect. But it's also like she's always talking about her weak, you know, um, as AF said, like, her vulnerability and like her weak spot she's always like talking about where she came from and things like that like her and um maya from maya's world i mean shameless, shameless maya. maya sorry yeah do you boo yes. i like maya but sometimes i just find her to be so corny i like her because she's corny she's i do i mean i subscribe to her and watch her videos every now and then so i can't hate her that much but sometimes i'm just like are you doing this because you like i feel like that's just who she is um but i feel I like need... they're very self-empowered um and of course Good old Yesenia soul. <laughs> my little black dad. <laughs> Whatever. Calls, my little He flea. calls my niece. Um, what is it? Her name is Yesenia. Oh, it's a beautiful name. Thank you. It is very cute. Her name is Yesenia soul, so she's her, we call her sunflower. But it's also very, 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 very close to the bacteria that lives in fleas on rats that cause the black death, called. Yersinia pestis. So I just I don't niece. call her that to her face, but I call her that to her aunt. So sushi's super deadly. My little black death. Strong. My deadly. little bubonic plague. My little flea. Ring my little rosies. Yersinia pestis. <laughs> Shut up. Ashes, ashes. They all fall down. Okay. Hey. I hate both of you. But to say Yesenia is almost eight years old. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. Just because she's so innocent and, like, when she's not, like, when she's not caring about what the girls at school talk say about her, when she's, like, when I just see her being herself and her own little thing, she's so, like, self. like It really okay is. With being, okay, okay with being She's herself. so weird. Mm-hmm. And she's just, like, eh, my aunt is so cool. <laughs> she thinks I'm the coolest thing. Walking. She really does. <laughs> it's really cute. I'll never forget the first day I met her. Was at Mardi Gras, some parade, and she had this like light up mic thing, and I just remember the two of us screaming into it, <laughs> just screaming. So it was just, a good time. I just turned and like, what are y'all doing? Screaming. I was like crouched down. She was screaming. I was screaming. Was like, who's gonna go longer? And I was, was like, this girl, like a James Brown competition. No, like, it was just like it was just like we were literally just screaming into like a light up toy. Like. I don't know. Like she's just so she's just so little, a little little. She's self, so carefree. So carefree. Like for her birthday, she wore a leotard and like some wedge heels. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she was Sounds Beyonce. Like someone I know. She was like, she was Beyonce, and I was like, yes. all right, girl. <laughs> like that's what she wore at her little hello summer party. I love it. It was like it was like costume themed, and so she was. Oh, that's really cute. She's my favorite. She's wonderful. Don't ever let her go. I won't. Hopefully, she loves me forever. All right. I think I think that was all I have for self empowerment. Anybody else have anything they want to say about it? Um, Any a, advice? It's a journey. It's a journey. Being self empowered is a journey, especially if you're coming from being so hard on yourself or being doubtful of oneself. Yeah. I was reading this book called The Four Agreements, and I really like hate self help books because I hate talking about them. 
because it just sounds so corny. It's cute. I made it through one like chapter of it, and he talks about like agreements you make with yourself, and that one agreement that people make is like if someone ever tells you something, the only way that you remember anything is if you agree to remember it, and so. When someone says something fucked up, the only re- the only reason that things stick is because you agreed to them. Like if someone says you're dumb and you believe that you're dumb, that means you've agreed to that, and you need to unagree to it or agree to you being smart or some shit like that. I don't know. It just sounds very like. I hate reading it because my brain does not operate on like. That plane of existence yet, mm-hmm. I'm still very much on the like. Okay, but where's the science? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like where's the research? where are the facts tell me how to get like okay like thank you for telling me all this backstory but can you just cut to the chase and tell me how to do it i'm slowly i'm working on that i'm working on it my brain operates a b c not alpha beta a b c d all the rest of the fucking greek letters and all the other shit so you know <laughs> i'm i'm working on it a work in progress <laughs> i hope i'm making sense no you're making sense okay well you know, that's why I teach biology and not fucking psychology. I mean, I could do that. That's also science. It's very or like sociology. Well, what's um, not um, English philosophy. I could I could do that. English. That's why I don't teach English, because it's just like, how can I tell you that you're wrong and communicating yourself? Only thing I can say is that this wasn't clear. But if you clear it up, then like problem solved. Right. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. that's why like. See, that's why I don't do that. Biology is like yes or no. Conjugate these verbs. <laughs> and who decides what verbs get? Like, English is completely made up. How can I tell you that authoritize is not a word? It's Words are made up. Like, you can make that word up. Punk is in the dictionary, so. Literally, Shakespeare, like, made up, like, half the words we use today. Right. So, I'm just like, bitch, just so. make a word up. He made like, up a lot. Like, like that Shout book, out to William Shakespeare. Like that book, Frindle. Didn't that book? You ever read the book Frindle? Mm, no. There's a book no. called Frindle where this boy decided to call a ball a ballpoint pen a Frindle, and then all the kids like, "You can't say that!" And he was like, "Yeah, I can. Look at this Frindle or something along those lines." And then before you know it, was it written by Beverly Cleary? I think so. <laughs> it was one of those. I just remember the book having like this kid's face on the cover with like a pen in his hand, and it was about a Frindle. Oh yeah, it's Beverly Cleary books because they all have like a kid with like doing something, something. like mm-hmm. their face. Yeah, Beverly Cleary are like one of those. Authors. Yeah. And I was just like, well, bitch, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> it was still playing videos. Um, shifting gears just a little bit. Let's talk about friendships. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this because this morning, at, not this morning, yesterday morning, at about 6.45, I got up on Facebook. And Facebook said, we've got a friend anniversary for you. <laughs> You've been friends with Sunny D for three years. And they Ew. proceeded to cycle through the pictures of us in our friendship. <laughs> and then the last picture is one of the first pictures that I remember taking of you. And it was at <laughs> Shayla's skating birthday party. That was Christine's birthday party. Oh, Christine. Before Shayla I knew who Christine, Shayla took, took that picture. picture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this is the first time that we like clicked. Mm-hmm. And then it's been written in the stars ever since. <laughs> Being complete idiots so i want to talk about friendships for a little bit um friends who was your first friend that you remember having real friend freight friend imaginary friend i don't think i ever had an imaginary friend i had imaginary friends did you have imaginary friends i did not have imaginary friends but i was always mad that i couldn't imagine one like like, because you know like on tv shows and cartoons they're always like this is my imaginary friend i was like damn it 
I won't have one of those. Right. And I'm not crazy mm-hmm. enough to actually like legit believe in that, but I wish I did. My grandma believes that imaginary friends are ghosts. What? They're like she believes that imaginary friends are spirits that mm-hmm. children can see. I get it. <laughs> actually, you know, cause like I support it. I guess. Mm-hmm. My imaginary friend's name was Voodoo Tamara. Runs on my mom's side How, was of the she? Family, do you remember so, what she looks like? <laughs> yeah, huh? Sounds about right. What you said? Voodoo runs on the side. Of my mom's side of the family. So hey, you know, they're about that. You know, smelling, smelling the air to smell the dead and all that yeah. stuff. You wow. know, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what she looked like? Like, was she like young? Was she like an old woman? Like, was she? I have no idea. I don't remember. You just remember her name was Tamara. 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 Excuse me. Tamara. <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow. I never had an imaginary friend as far as I know. Um, who was my first friend? I Shit. was again, I was too science based. It was this kid that I went to school with, his name was Joseph Radcliffe. I remember my first best friend was this girl named Denise. And then after that it was my sister. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, we hated each other growing up. We hated each other growing up. She used to beat me. And my mom was like, you can't hit her back because you're a boy and you're bigger than her. And I was like, but she's like literally beating my ass. <laughs> I was like, girl, she's beating my ass. <laughs> like, it's not okay. She's two years younger than I am, my sister. So we're pretty much the same age my whole life still. She acts older than she does and I act younger than I am. So we're pretty much the same fucking age. Um, and then, Yeah. Then I had friends, like neighborhood friends, niggas that lived next door. I don't know. So they weren't niggas. They were like white people, but you know. Who was your first friend? Uh, in kindergarten, I Jesus. remember there was this Iranian this Iranian dude named Ali. So I think his name was Ali. I grew up in I grew up in LA, so oh, yeah, it explains a lot. And I like <laughs> oh, because I was like it was black and white. <laughs> it was a little bit of everything. Oh, like the school I went to was like predominantly Jewish, actually. So, hmm. but like it was a little bit of everything. It was definitely like a big cultural mixing pot. So, but yeah, I think his name was Ali. I want to. I'm trying to remember. I moved around so much and went to so many different schools that like it, I didn't have a friend for too long because always making had to make new friends. But Aww. he was like the first person well, I really remember. It was like in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, baby me. Baby, you like, oh, here's my friend. We're moving tomorrow. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> it's either I got in trouble, I had to go to a different school, or mom changed jobs, I had to go to a different school district, or, you know, mm-hmm. something, always something crazy. Sorry. So, yeah. But uh, I, my first, like, I guess, like, really close friend was this guy, Jewish kid named uh, Shai Yosef, uh, like, fourth, fifth grade. That's a great name. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? Shai Yosef. Are you still friends with him? It's probably actually pronounced Yusef, but I remember everyone would say Yosef, and he included himself. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's one reason why. Are you still friends with him? I don't, I don't even know how to contact him. If you try typing that on Facebook, like it everything, somebody, pop, it's yeah. such a common name. Like someone's like, you should totally like try to like figure out who he is. Like find find him. And I tried. Let's go back to the community and be like, hey. Yeah, right. Have you seen this kid? <laughs> a drawing of him. <laughs> but like he wasn't like stick figure. Like looking back, he was like we were close, but we weren't like super close, you know. Because my parents mm-hmm. were always like, "You're not bringing anybody over to this house." So like it uh, wasn't like we ever had like I never had like sleepovers or yeah. or anything uh, of that poor nature. Poor baby Anthony's <laughs> It is what it is, you know. Are you only child? No, I have a brother. Okay. Older or younger? Younger. How much? Uh, two and a half, three years. Okay. 
y'all had sleepovers basically no. yeah yeah i guess yeah him <laughs> and i we just beat each other up that's basically it so violent always my sister used to beat me up all the time too <laughs> but it was so mean we we loved each other though. it wasn't like like i hate you i'm gonna fight we're just like, like we're just like yo bitch. we just we just watched a kung fu movie let's emulate what we just saw I know we used to beat each other's ass. No, like it was it like if you don't get your they stupid used to ass. Beat me up. I mean, it was not. Why? Why you? What'd that you was do? her younger sister. Yeah. Oh, they're like. Psh. She's mean. But it was just like, bitch. She if you don't get your stupid ass out of my face. Me and Janae used to fight all the time, though. Yeah. Cousin Janae. And then I used to because all I could ever do was like talk back to her. I would just argue. That's I don't fight. I just argue. <laughs> you didn't beat that bitch with a bottle. I don't beat anyone with any bottles because <laughs> I was a boy and she was a girl and I'd beat her ass. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but, but I mean, now we're like best friends. Yeah, but I mean, growing up, I had always had a lot of friends. I mean, I have a lot of friends now. So, never hard. My friends were always just like I never had many, but I feel like the friends that I did have were always like when when we were friends, they were like good friends. I think I was more mm-hmm. quality over quantity. I think because my family was also very small. So I grew up where, like, my mom and her sister were really close friends, and my mom had very few friends. My dad had very few friends. So I just grew up with, like, the mm-hmm. quality of my friends were more important to me than, like, how many of them that I had. I mean, I wasn't, like, counting. always be that way. I wasn't I, counting. No, no, no. <laughs> but what I mean is that, like, I don't think I, I don't think right now I would say that I have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people. <laughs> Excuse me. And I'm good with a lot of them. But I think when I think of, like, friends like today friends. when when my car fucked up the first person i called was you Aww. okay because i live around the corner i would i mean because i was also on the east i was like who's on the yeah. east that could like bring me to my house but had i been somewhere else the first time i probably would have called but it would have been my sister had it also not been her birthday but yeah to this day it's still i think i have i know a lot of people but the people that i keep closest to me is very few I have like different sections of friends. So, but I'm more like my dad. People. My dad is a very social person. I mean, my mom's social, but my dad's more like very, very extroverted, very, very social. He knew a lot of people, had a lot of friends. These hoes crazy. But he said, "You don't, know, you don't have real, real friends ain't a thing." So my dad said, "Real <laughs> friends aren't a thing." Oh. Mm-hmm. Real mm-hmm. friends. How many, How many of, of us? us? How many of us have them? Um. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Any friendships gone bad? They're pretty much like all my ex-girlfriends, I guess you would say. Mm. Okay. But I mean, like, you know, we're all always like, <laughs> pew, pew, pew. just keeping it real. <laughs> but like, you know, like if you're dating someone, like if you're in like a relationship with someone, right? Like you first Never got establishing friends, right? It. So, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty cool with most of them, but still, you know. Never it had it. <laughs> just no millions to do. <laughs> Never felt that emotion. Never felt that experience. <laughs> I mean, um, I think, mm. I've had friendships go bad. I think because I'm also a hard person to be friends with. And I just, I know that. I'm a lot. I'm endearingly annoying. And sometimes the endearingly part doesn't exist. So I'm just like, <laughs> no, I know it's true. I'm annoying. I'm just laughing at his face. I'm annoying. Because <laughs> you said that. I, I'm annoying. I mean, and I I'm know annoying that. as fuck, so it's all I'm right. annoying. Just, why like, are we friends? But like, <laughs> not so much of me being annoying in the sense of like, oh my God hang out but like my personality is just like bitch you're kind of annoying <laughs> but like annoying in the way where it's just like that you're dancing in a mirror on snapchat and like that's kind of annoying but like i like it <laughs> or like 
I don't know. You do I'm, for yourself, right? This is like no, self, no. I definitely, no. I definitely, right? I definitely do everything. It's funny to me. It's just like if y'all hoes want to come along and also laugh, then like I'm fucking with it too. Well, but like, the case, then we're all annoying, right? Because like I'm, I have the same kind of humor. But ooh, we all, we all do. But I'm just like I'm also like just like but you're annoying. <laughs> like the fact that I watch TV shows and then put Snapchat filters on them. Like that's like, but you're annoying. <laughs> but I think it's funny and I find it funny and I guess other people find it funny because the whole stick around. So, <laughs> but I know that sometimes it gets to the point where it's like, it's like, okay, like you're getting too much and some people just can't handle it. So I'm just like, all right, peace out, Girl Scout. Mm-hmm. Smell you later if you feel like coming back around. I guess my friendship gone bad. Um, my best friend Kayla and I, we used to have another friend named Brooke. And for some reason, Brooke, well, it was two times we friendship went bad. So it was like a group of us and it was like five of us or whatever. And then two of the girls in the group got into a fight. So like the group split up and then it ended up being me. It was a lot of us. It was more than five. And then it ended up being me, Kaylin, Brooke, and then Jasmine and Nia. And then Jasmine and Nia moved away. And then it was just me, Kaylin, and Brooke. And then junior year, no, sophomore year of college, Brooke just like stopped. Oh talking to us like she just like literally stopped talking to us and we haven't heard from her since wow she <laughs> 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 went and got some milk and never came back <laughs> like she never like we didn't have an argument with her we didn't like fight like we didn't fight we, it was no pettiness like brooke literally just she said fuck these stop talking to us and like we would call her and she would never call us back and we were yes. just like i guess we not friends no more she said i don't owe y'all nothing but then we see, her, but like she just like requested us all on like, on like social media. I mean, I didn't answer back, but I don't follow back a lot of people because I also forgot. But <laughs> you didn't forget, bitch. I was like, oh yeah, Brooke followed me, and then I like went on about my day. See, you didn't forget. <laughs> I mean, you just didn't want to follow. her She back. hasn't been in my life this whole time. That's fine, bitch. Bye. <laughs> um, do I do you regret any? Sorry, go ahead. Your turn. No, he said his oh. girlfriends. Do you regret any of them? What? Your in friendships gone bad. Ended friendships. Um, I mean, I do miss Brooke sometimes. I feel like she was also a lot to handle, but she was also a sweet person. She was just trying to find who she was as a person. You know. I don't know. I feel like every time I have a friendship that ends, it ends for a reason. And if it comes back, it comes back. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. So mm-hmm. I like it sucks, and I think I recognize that that it's unfortunate because I mean, like, it's losing a friend. No one ever wants to like. No one makes friends to lose them. Mm-hmm. But I think I realize that like it happens. So it's just like I can't let myself get bogged down. Like I'm not going to I don't like begging. Like I don't I don't beg people yeah, losing, to do anything. Losing friends is very hard for me. Like it's like a relationship. Well, it is a relationship. It is a relationship. Oh. But I feel like it. Like, I feel like if I lose a friend, it hurts me more than like losing like a significant a other. Significant other. Hmm. Never experienced anything other, so <laughs> can't really talk about losing that. Um, Do you have any regrets? Any regrets? Well, uh, well, like well, all the friendships, like I guess I lost, you know, with, I guess with significant others and whatnot. Um, like there's, I probably had the regrets I might have be like certain small things I wish I could have did or didn't do with one that I did with the other or vice versa. But in the end, like I almost really don't have any regrets overall, like on the, on the macro level, because like I've learned so much more about myself as a person to help me grow, you know, the, to help me become a stronger individual, you know, to mm-hmm. make me realize what my weaknesses are. And that's sort of like the same vein is that a lot of my friendships have taught me either a things in myself that I needed to like check 
and like work on or something like that or just pay attention to to how I operate or anything like that or B seeing things that I can't tolerate in my life because it's like aside from things that's just like oh no I don't want this but things that like if you bring me more stress mm-hmm. then like gotta then, go then, like, <laughs> then, then I, like you got to mm-hmm. if you stress me out or you worry me or you like give me more discomfort it's like mm-hmm. that's a, like that's something that I don't need to have in my life like I have enough literally enough bullshit going on found out today call my people who are my student loans ask them just was like what's my balance left and he goes oh eleven thousand nine hundred and five dollars and sixty two cents like just very casual as if it's like a (laughs) a five dollar (laughs) balance and like i know that's small comparatively but it's still just like that's a stress in my life it really is that i literally cannot avoid Mm -mm. friendships are a stress that for the most part can be avoided mm-hmm. if you are consistently stressing me out on top of stress that i already have cost benefit analysis and it just doesn't work out <laughs> my life is a business plan and <laughs> you know if it just doesn't work then you gotta go like the episode of chill girl remember when core was like tomatoes gotta go do you remember that he's stupid do you remember that yes you're dumb Corey. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Chug Girl. Shout out to That's a Raven. Shout out to Not the Raven's Chug Girl. Not the show, just the Chug Girl. Oh no, I love the show. Was that from Chug Ch- Girl or was that one when he had his own like little cooking show? I don't remember. All right. Um, fuck. I had something to tell you. Oh, just a side note. Just a, a side review from last episode. I would like everyone to know that Petty said we weren't friends. I was fucking with no, you. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Listen. Petty said we were not friends the last time I went to Afropunk. To Afro what? You heard me. <laughs> but you heard me. <laughs> let, I, I didn't hear. Let it be known. Afropunk. Shut up. Let it <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Let it be known. Y'all done? <laughs> no, because it was too good. But go ahead. <laughs> Let it be known that a whole shut up. three days later, shut up. <laughs> nigga asked me to do a radio show. Shut up. <laughs> and then we did Trilliter a week later. Shut up. So, shut up. So much for we weren't friends. Shut up. Mm hmm. It was called a joke. I make those sometimes, you know. He was there. We are friends. Hmm? We are friends. Real friends. How many of us? At least one. Trust issues. <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> so I mean, you know, each, you know, takes a village. It takes a village to raise a baby. Um, what advice would you give your 9-year-old self about friends? How what what grade are you in when you're 9? I want to say third. Third yeah. grade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's class? What was I doing? Yeah, I have a bad memory. I have like My third grade nine self is <laughs> don't call a girl you want to be your friend a wench. <laughs> <laughs> I called one. a girl a I didn't call her a wench because that's not how you say it down here. A wench. I called her a wench. A wench. <laughs> I was like, You are such a wench. I heard my mom say that, so I thought it was like okay to call a girl a wench and then realized later on in life, ooh, that's damn I called a girl a bitch. What year was when I was in Shit. Yep. Oh, 
They say two thousand zero zero. I don't know. What would you tell your yourself? You go, cause I can't think. If you don't have advice, you can just say pass. <laughs> I got some more I'm questions. I'm really trying to think about this. Like. All right, we'll come back to it. Um, right. <laughs> what advice would you give your 16 year old self? So at this point, you are a junior? sophomore or junior in high school, depending upon the time of the year. For me, I was at the end of sophomore year, beginning like mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. to the summer of sophomore year, about to be a junior mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would tell myself. To really evaluate who I'm friends with. Not that the people who I was friends with in high school weren't my friends, but just, like, make sure these are the people that you, like... Do they have your best interests at heart? Do they like what you like? Do they make you feel bad for liking the things that you like? Um, Don't be friends with people because you think they're cool. Mm-hmm. I guess for me, it's to do a better job of keeping in contact with people, friends that are far away, but that's just a general life rule okay. for me. Which is why I try my hardest to keep in contact with um, Kamoi Mink because they're far away. Because... I'm, I unfortunately one of those people is just like out of sight, out of mind, and it's yeah. like I forget. And then, but like six not on later. not on purpose. It's just like my mind gets like filled up with other stuff, and I'm just like, oh yeah, because when I was 16. I mean, 16. We were in Texas, and then I left Texas, come back home. Cause Katrina, yeah. Got it. I'll pass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you give your 21 year old self about making friends? Um. Yeah, 21. Do you really like these people? <laughs> what about them do you like? Aside from them being funny. And bringing and like going to party with them. I mean, I had good friends when I was in was that my senior year? Of, no, junior year of college. I, had I good was friends. a junior in college, I think. That was that was the year that solidified my friendship with Mink. Mink. Cuz I was throwing up on my 21st birthday and Mink was rubbing my back singing Braid My Hair by Mario <laughs> as I puked. <laughs> Wearing three-inch platform creepers, <laughs> me I know. I leaning over, throwing up, being serenaded by Mink to braid my hair. I'll never forget that. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Um, I think I had pretty good friends when I was at when I was twenty-one because most of the for the most part the friends I had twenty-one are friends I have now. Like yeah, Mink that's kind of Lauren and um, Rockaway and you know all those people. Phil, um, Jesse, all those people that I'm still friends with. For me, it was Mink, Ty. That I made at 21. I think. Well, because I was finishing co- like yeah. in college. And so I had all those. Um, basically all my college friends. Yeah. So everyone included. Because I had some friends from high school. And then Ty and I sometimes we were Not sometimes. One time we weren't friends. And then we became friends. And it was like a very like. I don't think I ever told Ty this. But I consider that to be a birthday present from the universe. Because that happened when I went to New York. Like on my birthday. Cute. And then it was like. Oh. Oh, that was it. Ty Cute. would get that. Cute. Maybe he'll listen to this. Maybe he won't. Who knows? He listens. Oh well. Hi. <laughs> um, I know. had good friends, so I guess it would just be like keep the relationships going. I guess I don't know. I don't really have anything to tell myself. What you got? Well, it's really hard for me to answer these questions because I was always like the people I always hung out with. Like I'm. Just always been friends with them so it's like i always felt like i had good friends i wasn't like trying to fit into a certain mm-hmm. crowd or what whatnot um so i wouldn't know what necessarily to tell myself about like making friends per se i'm not even making friends i guess just tell yourself about your friendships maybe yeah i think it's not so much that i was trying to make friends not 
I think it wasn't so much that I was trying to like be someone that I wasn't or like trying to do anything or impress people, but it was just like I had gone to a high school where like school and being in class was my number one priority in high school. And then I went to college where like school was a priority, but there were other things that were like of close importance, which included like hanging out and doing things. So it was sort of like balancing the two and then it was me learning how to like not be friends with everyone just because like people are around like you don't have to be friends with everyone because of that and i think that's a lesson to that i just talked myself through it you know i know i know how to answer like this question now and i would tell myself this like every one of these time periods is like the first relationship you have unless you're a twin is with your parents. So the better relationship you have with your parents, the better you're going to be as a person, meaning the better you're going to be able to have a functional relationship, being friendship Very true. with everyone else. Very so true. I think it starts with there. It starts, from, starts with family. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because how you are in your relationships with people are just like how you are in life correlates with your parents because they're your first well, insight into the dif- world. If you're disrespecting your parents, you know, you're going to disrespect like all your loved ones. Yeah. So If you got mommy right. and or daddy issues, you're going to have friends. It's going to transfer. I yeah, saw a girl so. once brick wall her mom and lived to tell a tale. How? <laughs> I don't know. I by the time the thought to brick wall my mom ever crossed my brain, she would have smacked my hands off. <laughs> but this girl was mad at her mom, and she bricked walled her. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And then she walked away, and I was like, "Whoa, bitch, you're bold. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're fucking bold." Uh, but yeah, that's very true. I mean, I don't know. I guess. For any time period of life about friendships or just about any relationships is just learn how to be there for the other person and learn how to remember to be there for other people. Yeah, that's the last question was for your current self. And I think that's the current self thing. Mm -hmm. Balancing. Now I'm shifting to this part of my life where like I'm no longer depending upon my parents. I don't have roommates. So now it's like, how do I be there for myself but also be there for other people, but also make new friends. Because at this point now, once people stop being friends in college, where you have that sort of like built-in time to be around each other, you now got to figure out, okay, who's really going to be here? And like, do our time slots even work for us to even maintain a friendship on a constant level? You can still be friends with people who have opposite schedules than you, but it's just like... It's hard to do that all the time when I have some friends who work nights and I work mornings and days. So it's just like if I'm getting out at three and you're going to work at four, I'm not going to see you during the week. But I still want to have a social life during the week. So how do you and it's just, I guess, figuring out how to be there for people and be there for yourself at the same time. Yeah, I guess. But something like that, like being able to see my friends all the time and like talk to them all the time. I'm not really that pressed for that, mostly because, you know. I'm busy all the time, but I know my friends have different lives. Like my three best friends, I don't see them at all. Like I don't see, I talk to Lauren probably every other day. I talk to Kaylin probably once every two weeks. And I talk to Justin like once every two months. Like I just talked to him yesterday and he told me I would never have kids. Well, we've been friends. For, that's 15 years of friendship. Get you. <laughs> he told me I would never have kids. Um, But 
I mean, I feel like long lasting friendships will last no matter what kind of obstacles, no matter what kind of like time space or anything you talk oh, to for those sure. people. So like I called Justin yesterday, I haven't talked to him in like three months and like we just had like a whole conversation, just like nothing happened. Like I haven't we just like picked up where we ended. Cute. I always would joke around would say, like, you know I know how you know who your real friends are? If you ever got married, would you send them a wedding invitation? Who would you send your wedding invitations to if you had a small wedding? So hmm. that's always like no one. Side. And you got no real friends. A friend. single witness. <laughs> My sister. <laughs> but no, for real, that's what I think about. Like, okay, who would I actually really invite? Who would I'm be a- your groomsmen? My sister. Me, um... Would you have, like, that's how you're real... Would you judge your real friends, but I have, like, people you actually put in your wedding party? Honestly, I, I like, wouldn't have a wedding party. It would mm-hmm. just be like, I just sign a document and, and just get it over with. But, <laughs> you know, maybe have a little party afterwards. But uh, I'm low key. But it also depends on like what the other person wants to. Mm-hmm. You're probably gonna get married to a girl that's not low key. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so low key, you'll get married to a girl that's very high key. I don't know. You it might happen. I don't know. Track. She has no chill. <laughs> she gonna, she's gonna have a zero. Even, even if they're like they're like Neurotic. not low key, right? <laughs> It'd be like I'm pretty sure they would be on that side, like on for something like that. Spuck wild. <laughs> You're gonna have like a um four wed- you're gonna have a wedding on TLC or some shit. Oh bitch. <laughs> they better a pay me a lot of money for that. Super happen. six sixteen. I better get paid a lot of money to, to shine to my <laughs> wedding. <laughs> Whatever his wife is featuring it. <laughs> <laughs> All it's right. It's gonna be me rolling my eyes all the time, like on camera. Uh, <laughs> like, all right, girl. Let's get this over with. That was my last question. Um oh I should have had something else to say, I don't remember. So I'm gonna shift it over to you. But I guess I just I just judge true friendships by if you know if I were to if I hadn't talked to you in like a year and I called you then would it pick right back up from where we started? There you go. Okay. That's how I judge my friendships. And you know, for most of my my really close friends, especially my three best friends, that really happens. Cute. But you know, but Justin and Kaylin have babies, so that's really what that is. <laughs> um. Wait. What am I doing? Um. Sonny said you made music, right? Yes, I do. Can you can you tell us more about that, if you want to? Tell us about yourself. Uh, that's really weird because I don't like talking about myself. Oh, I mean, they... if you don't want to, then we no, can we just can go ahead and close it out. Anyway. All right. She's like putting. She's trying to put me in a Kamara lock. You guys can't see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So. I'm a, I'm a producer, beat maker. I've okay. been doing it. I've been making music under the name F. Nasser since 2008. Uh, I didn't really start taking it serious till 2010. Didn't really start trying to make it a solo thing till 2012. So there we go. So Timelines. Where can we find you? Uh, you type, if you Google AF Nasser, all things will come up. Like, okay. So all social media. I have a website that never update. <laughs> you can still find Good all job. the links to my social media and some music. Uh, com. If you're trying to find my music, go to my SoundCloud, and it'll show you some links to my Bandcamp, which I have my imprint, Self-Educated Vinyl. Uh, so selfeducatedvinyl.bandcamp.com. Cool. What type of music? Um, Give me a genre. I just say it's electronic music. I keep it simple. Um, because I'm not a music journalist, so I don't know what to call it. Mm. But it's it's hip hop influence. It's hip hop influence. It's kidding. house influence. It's 
a lot of different influences, you know, video games, hip hop, okay. and house. Mm-hmm. Top three producers go. Uh, Jan Yilnik, DJ Battlecat, and hmm, uh, I guess we'll see Dim Light. Okay. I know it's probably blasphemous. I didn't say like Jay Diller or Madlib, but whatever. Okay. This I is support my list. Dim Light. <laughs> my top three would oh, be Lone. Okay. Um, K Trinata, which is like very recent. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think this guy's name is Sam Gellertry. I think that's how I pronounce his name. And then. You thought it was three. Oh, yep. Okay. I was going to tie for a fourth, but. What's the fourth? Runner up. I hate saying Flying Lotus because it sounds so corny and like cliche because like everyone's favorite producer is Flying Lotus. I don't, I don't really. I actually don't hear that that much, honestly. I hear but, everyone always says like Dilla, uh, DJ Premier. I always hear like those names. Dilla's not oh my bad. God, not DJ Khaled. I'm just kidding. <laughs> DJ Mustard on yo, the ones and yo, twos. He's from New Orleans, by the he way. He is. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Orleans. until recently. Uh, um, Records. Well, isn't he from like Metairie, though? No, I think he's from the East. Yeah, I think he's from the East. And he's beast. He's trying to climb. Nigga. Okay. And another one. <laughs> and another one, bitch. Um, <laughs> and then probably Flying Lotus. Yeah. Top three, and then Flying Lotus gets honorary mention. Do I get a runner up? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know any of your songs. Your name sounds familiar, so I actually might no, have no, heard no, something. No, no, not not me. Like I'm not. You, no, yeah, I'm what's, not your runner, what's your runner up? Okay, I'm glad you understand what I'm trying <laughs> oh, to say. Oh, got <laughs> it. Sorry, wasn't listening. <laughs> Two heads are better than one. <laughs> Do I know how to spell naysayer? <laughs> I can't. It's, it's I can't. Yeah, you know, there's an article, so you gotta say the. So it's AF. And the, oh, uh, go ahead. I'm listening. Alright, it's all it's, Okay, actually type it like that Because it's going to correct it, watch I'm very, very proud of this <laughs> I hate you so much It's going to be like, you do you mean so AF much. Naysayer? <laughs> okay Check out, yeah, uh, if you go find one Just do the Phony Peoples remix Okay. Ooh, Phony People It's I official, it's official it's a, they're, They got their blessing to do it Oh, you I, did? I'll do this when I get home. But might I be playing a show with them on the 24th of September, so I'm pretty Where, excited here? about that. Nah, I wish. No, up in Brooklyn. Okay. No, I think no. Actually, take it. I think it's in Manhattan. They're, they're still working out the details, so maybe oh I'm God, like. I love them. I got. Tell them pros. to come here. I mean. Tell them to come here. You gotta tell their booking agent that. Tell. Tell them. I'm pretty sure their manager wants them to come here, but you know it just has to make sense. Whatever. Uh, I want them to be here too. That'd be sick. Oh, you were giving a fourth runner up, but I have a question. Okay, what is someone that you, a musician that you admire, musician producer, whichever, like your top, 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 tippity top person? Ew. Sorry. <laughs> Mm, I don't know. There's so many, there's so many to pick from. I don't know if I can just pick just one. It just depends on like how I feel, like the current time or day, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Hmm. So you can pick your top musical influence. There's just so many. <laughs> it's really hard to just pick one. It's like asking a parent to pick their favorite child. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I. Maybe some. <laughs> maybe Ooh. some parents could probably pick my one, mom but my mom wouldn't, wouldn't say it. She was like, I love you. Mom would be like, Tom, I love you both. Sunny. 
She wouldn't. She wouldn't say it. She wouldn't tell us. She'd go, "You're my favorite son. I'm her only son." <laughs> That's how they get over it. Oh, you're my favorite son, and it's like, bitch, you ain't got no other one. Mm. We were talking about Taylor Swift in the car and how much I hate her. I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> we're not giving her. I'm not giving her this, no shine. Do not exactly. give her. She gets enough attention. She's a snake. With somebody that you She's dislike, absolutely. Producers? Like, or like uh, somebody that's just like, they get too much. And they I don't like Jeezy. I'm going to keep it real. Oh, yeah, you he's like very, very fake. And, I'm fucking and, like, and I don't really like his, his message. Like he's talking about like his, his most of his demographic is like people in high school and middle school and he has like subject matter is like just being uh like getting drunk and drinking and driving and whatnot and i'm, oh. not, I'm not a big fan of that when you're like you're basically spilling this message that it's okay to do these things to like mm-hmm. kids I'm, I'm not with that so um producers or artists just in, in, general? Any, in general who don't i like i think i heard this song where someone was just like I fuck this bitch and then make her my old bitch. I don't know. Make your next bitch my old. I don't know. Something just like. A lot of music that's just like, how the fuck? Like, I don't know. I kind of don't like Drake and I hate saying that because some people really like him. But Drake is also kind of like possessive and like very like Loki abusive. Mm-hmm. He makes songs that's just like. Like that song. Well, like Hotline, Hotline Bling. Bling where he was just like. See you out ever since ever since i left the city you've been making friends or whatever like yes bitch i'm she's not allowed to make friends going out more is she not allowed to dress nice and then at one point he had a song lyric that was like when you see my text reply me or something like that like if she wants to talk to you she will like (laughs) stupid needy ass like i hate that that that's so so annoying to me i told you that somebody did that to me on okay cupid so i'm not interested leave me alone Bye. I don't Felicia. need you to send me five messages saying hello. I'm not gonna respond. God, <laughs> it's just so annoying. I'm sorry. <laughs> his music is nice. I also didn't like his song that he has. That song "Fuck for Free" for free or whatever that he has. Mm-hmm. With, that's DJ Khaled's song. But he has a song that says, "This dick's so good, I shouldn't have to fuck for free." Excuse me. I don't know if he's talking about. Wait, that's the real version. I haven't listened to. That this one. dick's so good. That I shouldn't have to fuck for free. The instrumental is very good. Like I like I like Shout the instrumental, <laughs> but it's like Drake. You didn't make the beat. Come on. Man. I'm just being. But silly. it's just like Drake. How how dare you be so bold? No. Excuse me. Drake. Oh Aubrey. I'm not gonna pay you to have sex. Like ew. What is this? <laughs> Prostitution. I can answer that question now. I'm sorry. I know no, you're we're good. on a tangent. But like person, like I'm like really like look up to the most mm-hmm. probably. Probably DJ Quick. Okay. DJ Quick, he's like, he knows his music theory, like, very solid. Like, he mm-hmm. writes a lot of, like, the orchestral arrangements for Dr. Dre and whatnot. So, like, he's he's just a really smart dude. He's really talented as an engineer, uh, mastering engineer, mixing engineer, sound design. Like, he can do it all. Um, so, yeah, he's someone I look up to. You know, he can play all. multi-instrumentalist, can do it all. I forget this girl and produces her own music. I've... You said DJ Quick. What has he DJ done? DJ Quick. I've heard him do something. He's done a lot. He has a big track record. So, you know, like okay. some of your favorite West Coast hip-hop artists, you know. Um, okay. That name sounds super familiar, but I keep forgetting this girl, Musina. She produces all her own music, and it's really good music. So that's what I forget. She's one of my favorite producers, too. That's it. One of my favorite producers is Musina. 
I think I played her music on the show before. What's a guilty pleasure artist? Ariana Grande. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure artist? I mean, I'm not guilty of anything I like, so <laughs> I, I don't want to have a, I don't have an answer for that. Or like I could say like things that people wouldn't think I would like, maybe. Oh, what would that be? Hall notes. Ooh. Everyone likes Hall notes. I can go being twice as nice. Everyone loves Hall notes. All right, well. Hall I can go with just I want to see Hall notes before. That would be fun. Line. I mean, you could, you probably can make that happen. Hall notes come from Harvard. <laughs> can we have Hall notes on True Literate? Yes. <laughs> Duh. Can we just sing all their hits? I mean, I get mm-hmm. I get enjoyment listening to Lil B sometimes. Not all the songs. I never listened to Lil B. There's some songs I really like, actually like, and it's just like in theory, like what I would like, I would not like it. Like he had a song he did on Clams Casino album, um, "Can I Get a Witness." I like bumping that <laughs> every once in a while. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's stop singing all the notes. Let's hit a music break real quick, really quick. And okay. Come back. Gonna play um one of AF the Naysayer's songs if he's okay with that. Hey, it's Phony People's remix. Yeah, some people hate listening to their songs while they're like in the studio, but you know. I'm confident with myself. You know, unless you Kanye mm-hmm. West and you down for it. All right, I'm well. down for it. I'm Kanye West. <laughs> hey, Kanye. <laughs> Like that, hold up. Yeah. 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 Y
this um and we are back <laughs> welcome to true literate i'm petty manis hey everybody welcome to true literate i'm sunny d and i'm after naysayer welcome <laughs> it kind of sounds like how you should say your name mm-hmm. especially because it's always in caps mm-hmm. like you're screaming at me all the time <laughs> it's after naysayer thanks <laughs> all righty like, really coming up boy. on the last leg of the show hey let's show um now it's time for our weekly obsession mm-hmm. All right. What's your weekly obsession? What are you obsessed with this week? What are you obsessed with this week? What am I obsessed with? Um, Shit. I had something. I don't know. I was obsessed. I, I got... Go ahead. Sorry. But what was I watching? I was watching something. Go ahead. Go. I got, I'm getting re-obsessed with like... 
reading fucking stupid biology books again where I just read books about shit that I don't need to read books about like what happens to your body when you die and then like books about psychopaths and sociopaths and like dumb nerd shit that's fun welcome to my life you know you're dumb <laughs> it's my life don't you don't you forget I'm glad it wasn't that Bon Jovi song. I don't know. Fuck Bon Jovi, the The whitest shit in America. (laughs) I'm guessing you guys hate Bon Jovi. Yes. Who? Much as I fucking hate Journey. Oh yeah. Well, they're worse. Like Bon Jovi's way worse. Oh, living on a prayer. Don't do that. Take my hand. That's why it's not. We'll make it. I swear. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Living on a prayer. Um. Somebody kill me. (laughs) <laughs> that's how i feel <laughs> oh that don't stop believing song sorry um but you know all the words though because i work at summer camps with white kids Ooh. and that's all they fucking <laughs> sing is the fucking journey believe it. you gotta get them to sing some gil scott heron songs they never they would never do that that's too real they would never do that Fun fact i was driving my uber and a guy got in my car and i listened to estelle radio and Jill Scott was on. Was it Jill Scott? Yeah. I said Gil Scott. No, I know you said Gil Scott. It made me think of like, and he said they would never listen to that. So it made me think of like the white guy in my car being like, oh, who is this? And in my head, I'm like, he probably would have never listened to Jill Scott if had he not gotten my car. <laughs> Let's That's take. True. White people not knowing. A long Neo walk. Soul. He was like, "Oh, who is that?" Like it's Joe Scott. She's like, "Oh, what, is she, what else did she say?" I was like, "She's like a Neo Soul artist." He was like, "Oh, yeah, that's I've why. never heard of her." And I was like, "Because mm. trust me, white people know about Neo Soul. Maybe not in America, but definitely when I was in the UK, okay. they definitely they, they definitely like know Neo about Neo Soul. So. <laughs> isn't that what? Isn't Craig David? Yes, he British is. British white, blue eyed soul. Wait, I think he's black. He's is black. It? He's, he's black. definitely black. Really? Yeah. He's black. Look him up. That's John B. I think is white. Oh, <laughs> John B's definitely white. <laughs> it's always like I forgot my uh, my buddy Kyle. Oh, he had this term. yeah, he had this term for like With uh, a fucking lining for blue eyed like white dudes who who sing soul music. Mm-hmm. I forgot like like Bobby uh, Caldwell. Oh. I, I always thought that dude was black. Bobby. Oh, I see you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then I finally in a lonely place. Oh, Sorry, I'll like, play it. Okay. Do for like do for love. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah, that song. Like I always thought that was a black dude, mm-hmm. and then to find out it was this super white Jewish dude, like the whitest of the white looking dude. <laughs> and slip. then, and then to make and things Elliot even fun, then to make things even funnier is like um, this dude I'm friends with. That's his uncle. Like a small world. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. And Elliot Yamin with the soul with the most soulful voice. Um. Anyway, what. My weekly obsession is trying to watch um, Steven Universe and understand what's going on. I don't even know what that is. is it's, a a show? Car- it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to like ke- like watch the episodes, to, like know like the backstory of like the things, so I know what's going on. But it's hard to like they don't play them in order, obviously, and watching them online proves to be faulty. Mm. That's my weekly obsession is watching Steven Universe. How you been watching online, like YouTube or? Um. CartoonNetwork.com. Okay. So I probably have to like go pirate it on something and then watch it in order so I can know what's going on. <laughs> what's your weekly obsession? Who do you have obsession? Uh, so uh, I just found out um, about uh, this this actor slash director, uh, Takeshi 
uh, Kitano, and mm-hmm. he's um, it's really weird. It's like a dude's like just kind of weird story in general because he's like revered as think of like picture somebody like Steve O. Right, so picture somebody like Stevo, like, hum- like Stevo humor, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you're like trash TV joke, whatever, crude humor. It's like it's a joke, but at the same time, you're revered as like Martin Scorsese as a director. Hmm. Wow. What does he? What has he done? Um, movies like they're just like Japanese titles that like you know like they're probably aren't too popular like a lot of art house films. Uh, there's a movie called Brothers that starred him and Omar Epps. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one called Violent Cop. There's one that's uh, I'm my, one of my favorites called Fireworks. Mm-hmm. It's a great film. It's uh, but most of his films are basically yakuza themed and very okay. serious. And he acts in like in almost every one of his movies, either as a main character or like the um, supporting character, the main supporting character. So. It's kind of funny because you're imagine seeing Steve on the film on on film playing like a serious gangster that doesn't take it doesn't take any mess and like <laughs> and it's very believable and it's very believable. But then you on the flip side you see like Zach and retarded on like right. uh, matter of fact actually you guys remember the show Most Extreme Challenge? I th- so it was on Spike TV. You know yeah. when they had the whole man like this is a man channel yeah. Spike TV. So mm-hmm. there's a Japanese show called. Takeshi's Castle, which is yeah, his show. Okay. So that's who I'm talking about. So I'm talking about his direct his movies as Got a director. Hmm. There um I like him a lot. I like his style uh, of directing. So some of them were some are way better than others, but none of them are bad. But they're not for everyone. So that's been why I've been obsessed. Just trying to find all his movies and watch every single one of them. Hmm. Cute. 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 Did I already go? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I did. Um, next thing is least show, most show moment of the week. My least show moment of the week is my fucking stupid ass car. <laughs> it's my fucking what I'm not here for, and my least show moment. <laughs> my least show moment of the week is actually me being like the sinus bullshit. Actually, I'm gonna go with that. Mm. That's it. I, I feel like I'll tell you this after the show. Okay. Yeah. What's your least show? My my what? Your least show moment. My my what least, least trill, trill moment least trill Meaning oh. it was like the shittiest moment of your week. Oh, this week just battling depression really. Just, just, I just keeping it right there. I feel that. Got you. I feel that. Feel that. that. Sorry. Have felt that emotion. <laughs> have experienced it. No millions have it, and so do I. And so do I. It's real. Depression's have real. Have experienced it this week, especially. Um, this week's been not too bad. I think school's been occupying my time. And I think the, I think I forgot what triggered my depression is like lack of money. I have a, like a worry of like not having enough money and I need to figure out like. That's not even triggering my depression at the Mm-mm. moment. Which is my depression right now is my birth control. Oh, God. Ooh. Um, oh, God. Bitch, that's real. <laughs> I can't complain about nothing. <laughs> like, that's real. Yes, you can. You can complain about stuff. Um, birth control and then like your actual period. And like those hormones, like so it messes with my. my that's depression. like you would think after a while that would get like people would get used to that because it comes like every month. But I feel like every month is like surprise, bitch. It's <laughs> like hey, guess who's Don't back? forget, girl. <laughs> this is gonna sound really bad, but I'm very happy that I'm a man. Yeah, that sounds super Fuck stressful to be a woman in general. There's Props. like so much you, you guys got to go through. I don't want. And it. I, I just think about like what like, what. It, what it must be like for like a woman who's homeless, you know? Yeah, like, I think that's that even worse. Like, that's, that has to be worse because how you like how do you afford like? Because sanitary napkin 
tampons yeah. and all that. Menstrual cups are all expensive. Where do you get all that? You know, how do you get that? How do you take a shower? I guess they have like women's shelters and stuff like that, mm. but still, but I don't know. I just yeah. But then also having to go through that and then literally act like nothing's wrong. Like I don't know how you do it. And then then deal with like bullshit, assault and stuff. You know, yeah. right? and fucking dumb boys. And then boys be like, "Ooh, oh my god, that's so oh, gross. Oh my oh, god, a period." Now right. you're like grossed out, or they're like, "Ah, period." Most true moment of the week. Oh, I didn't get my least true. Oh, sorry. These are your period. No, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about depression in relation to my period. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That would be my least trauma. (laughs) Imagine. Um, I guess my least trauma moment is uh, shit. I forgot. I don't remember. Oh, I don't know. I, I did I did watch Sal today and he was grumpy and then I tried to like cheer him up and be like, Hey, give me a high five. He literally looked at me and went, <laughs> I was like, oh. He's just no, girl. He just looked at me and went, The fuck is your problem? I'm miserable today. <laughs> it's been raining all day. Um, and because and I went to the assessors. Oh, here's my least my real issue moment. So I've have been hit by gentrification personally. So my building the building that I own, the apartment building I own, is in the neighborhood and it's like um it's uptown basically mm-hmm. it's uptown uptown baby off of louisiana right so um between claiborne and and st charles mm-hmm. so that's where it is so um they read did like a reassessment of the area and so the other buildings went up and so like the land that my building is on went up from like three hundred thousand to like eight to oh. seven hundred thousand dollars because they're like the property that's in that area one, bitch yeah, they're like the property in the area is going up, and so like the area is becoming more valued because there's more people coming in and moving and like changing the area. So I've been hit by gentrification, guys. Damn. So now the only way to like balance that out, because it means you know if your property if your property goes up, your taxes go up. So the only reason to balance it out is like raise taxes, raise rent for my residents. Damn. That's Damn. Weird. Damn, so. damn it's happened like it's happening like in real time in real time like people have been buying houses in that neighborhood for four hundred thousand dollars is that a lot of money yeah that is four hundred five hundred thousand for that area yeah for a, du- a duplex shotgun my god my god that's damn near i'm about to say half a million dollars but it's not Mm, that's damn near half a million dollars yeah it is close enough close it enough. is yeah no it is yeah oh no it is four hundred thousand i'm thinking of 40 400 yeah my god mm-hmm. my god yeah people just like been buying up houses it's coming in and like just more fucking... and more young white couples coming into the neighborhood buying up houses fixing them making the area the property value of the areas go up and just then like also renting houses. them out and renting them for higher prices, and so people get kicked out. Capitalism, mm-hmm. yeah, it's worse in DC. Uh, the saddest part about it is that I feel like the people who could do something about it have no idea that it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. They like convince people that could like actually counteract or like actually get people to like rally up, like politicians right. and stuff who actually look at have all this. The power. Look at this. We like, have, look at all this prosperity. We have the Ferret Street Market. Oh, no, no, we have a free Greenway. Yeah. Look at this. We have no, a whole It's like, y'all, but those who lived it before can't afford it. So what do you do? Where do they go? To the east. They go to the east or they go to the West Bank? The West Bank. Bank. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about to and be. And Gentilly. 
About to move back to booty. <laughs> about to move back out there. I was Ooh. living out there for a little bit. Oh my god, a swamp Ew. kid. Ew. <laughs> you know what? My rent was so cheap mm-hmm. that it was like yes, yes, yes. A whole house for dirt. Oh, it was ridiculous. Dust and detergent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just like it's like literally happening, yeah. and I was like, this is horrible. My God. And now you got to say, girl, I'm sorry, but your rent's going up. Yep. Either get out or pay up. Damn. I was like, but I'm going to like try to fix up my building before I raise your rent because I'll just yeah. be rude. Damn. It's not right. Responsibility. Look at you. God damn. That's real. I'm I'm playing a part in gentrification now, guys. That's real. You have. But. Anyways. See, I told you it was Lee's Look, we're all sad now. <laughs> all right. Well, at least we end on most show. Most show moment. Most most show moment of the week is getting a bunch of black kids, teenagers interested in science. Yay. That was my favorite part of them. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to love this class. And I was like, oh. Oh. Bitch, you wet. Bitch, you Bitch, you That's it. Uh, That's my most show moment of the week. Go. Why do I have to go? Because you're the guest. You're the guest. You Sorry. can go first. Right? It goes like this. Ladies Clockwise. Ladies. All right. I already went so... first. Sorry. Whoops. I appreciate that. Show <laughs> <laughs> uh, today and yesterday, I worked on music. And it's funny because that's what I do is music. And that's how I make my money. But this is because um, I do that doesn't mean I work on music all the time. Live, is, I spend most of the time just trying to set up like releases and just all the business aspect of it and you know i've been kind of burnt out from actually writing music but i've been i worked on like three different remixes for different projects and i'm very happy with how they came out so that's super pumped about that good job i support that i'm always out for creativity yay creativity um so your girl been applying for jobs yes and she got an interview. Yes. Yay. So. G double O D J O B. Good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I do that in class, and the kids fucking eat it up. They eat it up. Dang, you think we... you would think at sixteen that would be too young for them? They love it. It's G. G double O D J O B. Good morning for OLS. What? G double O. M O R I N G, M O R N I. That's too much. It too was it's a different. It was a different. Oh, beat. I was like, you can't spell morning in four letters like that. <laughs> That's twisted, fast speed. Talking. It used to be a good job. I don't know. It was something. It was a cheerful. Got voice, it. But I knew what you were doing, so obviously. Thank you. Um. um well. That's good. I'm I'm happy for you. Yay! And it's also hopefully it's a, next week you come back and you tell me that you got it. Hopefully it's a job doing you photography. Yes. Mm-hmm. You girl made a portfolio. Look at you. I also entered my portfolio into a contest Ooh. to take pictures for a travel magazine, a bridal magazine, and to assist the cover shoot of a Vanity Fair magazine. So wait, so that means if you got the travel one, you'd be leaving to go take pictures somewhere. Hopefully. Uh, well. If I, I mean, if I got the Vanity Fair one, I'd be leaving to go take pictures of it. I, I mean, know, but... but only for like however long it's gonna take to go take the pictures and come back. Two months. <laughs> she gotta fly back and take care of the residents. She's a landlord. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am a landlord. Oh yeah, I forgot. Why would um, they go for two months to take pictures of Vanity Fair? I don't know, bitch. I'm. T- you thinking cents? I'm thinking <laughs> dollars, bitch. 
I'm thinking that they're going to turn you and be like, hey, you want to come to this one and this one and this one? And two yes, months later, you're yes, like, girl, I'm yes, in Milan. Yes. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> I'm taking pictures of Rihanna. <laughs> we best friends. You want to come? <laughs> we, all, we all Snapchat. Look at her Snapchat. I'd be so mad if you... <laughs> Okay. Um... Oh, wait. Also, my most real moment was um, Kimoy telling me how much he loves me as a friend and how much he values our friendship. Oh. It was early in the morning, so it made me very, very happy. Cute. And I was like, oh, my God. I almost cried. Like, well, I did like shed a tear because I'm hormonal. But it almost made me ball tears because it was very sweet. So I cute. I love you, Kimoy, girl. So cute. All right. The show is uh, coming to a close. Mm-hmm. Do you have any church announcements? Anybody? You have announcements. You have. You oh, got yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, what? September 15th, mm-hmm. I have an album release party for my EP. Armor wing, armed wing battle unit, which is based off a fake video game. So it's a fake video game soundtrack, done in my own way. And, and Winter Circle Productions, they're helping me out with a cool show at Hi Ho Lounge. So we got a little bit of ways, but who? Winter Circle. Productions. Oh shit! Okay. I'm moving up in the world. Yeah, <laughs> they're responsible for like some big names. Yes, they are. They're responsible for movie most fest. of them. Yeah. So I'm just happy to be associated with those people. I feel honored to be in your presence. Thank you. We're not worthy. We're We're not not worthy. Loser. (laughs) Loser. That's what I feel like. I'm not calling you a loser. I was calling myself that. (laughs) (laughs) But go ahead. Sorry. That's really it. So, you know, got that going on. So... Quals. Oh, and you have a tour. I would like to... Oh, yeah. I want to see some black people on my show. God damn it. That'd be nice. Yes. I'm happy to see anyone at the show personally, but you know, especially nowadays. Yeah. I'm definitely more excited, more hip and more excited to see black folks. Mm-hmm. Especially like at the High Ho Lounge. Mm-hmm, oh yeah. We don't be in that bitch. Oh, we, on Wednesday. They, they up in hustle. there though. <laughs> they <laughs> win. I need for to hear fucking hustle. For, for hustle. Really? For With Soul Sister, Sister, yeah. What happened with that? It's the white hoes took over. Mm-hmm. Two lame bros and they're stupid. No rhythm having girlfriends. I thought it was already like that at Mimi's. They then they moved it to High Ho. You know, yeah, I thought it was, it was like that at Mimi's though. Yeah, and so, then they moved it and it I got black it. and then it got white again. Oh, I haven't been in a long time, so mm-hmm. I rarely go. Because when I first went, it was at High Ho and it was black, mm-hmm. very black. Mm-hmm. There were a few a few of white people, and then slowly it just like everything else gentrified to shit. Well, just show up with your entourage. Just you try. <laughs> We Is that like that much of us? I think it's I think it's because there's so few of us and we don't get enough of us to go. Mm-hmm. That's probably what, if you guys just all just and then they like, just hey, go and just... then they be like, oh my god, you guys dance so wild. Yeah, wow. see, like I wish I could like comment on this because I haven't really been in a long time, so I wouldn't know. So the most uncomfortable I've ever been. But me, I'm just like, yo, I'm trying to just show, chill with my friends anyway. So I'm dancing, I'm just wearing with my friends, and there we go. Don't get too close if I don't know you. <laughs> So if you were black and you like electronic oh hip hop influenced house music, one of your music. birthday, hmm? true literate one of your birthday at the Black Takeover of Hi Ho. <laughs> Yay, Black Takeover Hi Ho, true birthday party. Maybe. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You can be any color, creed, background. Yeah, but no, yeah, and come to my show. Want. But I'm gonna be more excited if you're black. I'm gonna just keep it real. Yeah, we want to um, flush AF and Shows with lots of black people, mm-hmm. lots of people of color. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You talk to like any beat maker producer who's black, they'd be super excited if there's a bunch of black people at their show. Okay. I'm just saying. Noted. <laughs> we got you. That's why I like playing with Amon Omari because I know they're going to show up. <laughs> How the fuck do you know? What's up? How do you know all these people? <laughs> I mean, I'm in, I'm in the game, man. How do you right know now? these people? I'm part of I'm part of the collective, Vibe Music Collective. How do I get part of that collective? Make music. Oh, so, well. Once <laughs> you guys get Cavalier in here. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm down. Just, just maybe I'll be like, hey, Cav, show up. I'm down. Okay. Well, we'll we'll we'll. Patio sent out a text message. Yeah. Here we go. I have my people talk to your people. <laughs> I, call my I, have, I have my lawyers look over this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is my job, man. I better know these people, okay. man. Like, yeah, you you tell your friends to tell my friends, and we could be friends. Hey. Dude, All right. All right. We're gonna take this. We're gonna end this. Yeah. We can. You can find AF the Nayshare Sayer at AF. The T H E naysayer N A Y S A Y E R on all internet platforms. No Snapchat. I don't have a Snapchat. Look at my phone. I don't. I don't mess with that. Yeah, but like Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram. I only really first post like pictures of me riding my bike. So yeah, if you like my, I don't <laughs> talk about my music on Instagram at all. <laughs> if you want more of, you can say AF. Just Google life. AF the naysayer and it'll pop up. I promise. I did it in the sh- in the studio yeah. today. And if you even you click on images, you might see some pictures of me when I was really big, and some pictures of me right now, and I'm kind of small. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of weird. I think the I whole gamut. You were bigger. Um, you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at underscore trilliterate. I'm you about can to do that right now. Email us Yay! at nola at gmail dot com. Yes, yes, you yes, can yes. hit me up on Instagram at homophiliac h o m o p h i l i a c. You can hit up Sunny D at d a w n i e m a r i e on hey, Instagram. Um, and as always, we are recorded live at Credit City Radio on Friday nights from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you, Anthony and Sarah, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. You're welcome back. As um, always. As always. You're welcome back to be crazy with us. I'll be more crazier next time, I promise. It's okay. No, it, yeah, you were perfect. You're fine. Don't feel bad. And Bobby Caldwell. As always, we loud. We is loud. We cute. We is cute. Definitely that. And we black. And we black. Ah. Bye. Y'all be safe. I see you.